You're listening to Oh Yoshi Did It Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi and Lilith Arvani. Hey, um, I keep forgetting to do this because we we want people to go to yoshiden.com, oh, and yeah. we have, you know, my friend Hyung was nice enough to make app for this show for God's sake for free. So um, go to Apple Store and Yoshiden app, yeah. and it's you know, of course it's it's ours, so I I think it's great, but it's actually kind of surprisingly good, really good compared app. to what I've seen for other shows app and. Um, well, because this guy is an actual app developer. Yes. He does this for a living. And he is such a cool guy and a big fan of Yoshi's that he came to us and said he wanted to do an app for us. I mean, So, app. you know, just check it out. If you don't like it, don't uh, erase it. But if you like it and if you like the show, please use it. Then, uh, it's also on our website. There's a link on our website, mm-hmm. yoshidin.com, where you could go to the app itself in the app store and download it for free. So that was the outro to the last show, I take it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not really how you open a show typically, I would assume. We, we're still working on it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not very professional at it. And um, very sloppy. That's what Ernie's for. Hey, Jacob, do you want to open up our show for us, will you? No, you guys. You oh, guys, come you, on. You we like to let up. our guests do it for us. We do. All right, welcome to the Yoshi Rape Hour, where you have uh, comedians come and follow really depressing victims talking about rape for an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, the show usually starts about 80 minutes past when you're told to show up. There's no parking. Uh, when you call the person that booked you, some dude answers the phone who doesn't seem very bright and says, uh, just try to park on the street if you can, as opposed to what, Eugene? Thanks, genius. Uh, so here we are. Welcome to the Yoshi Show. <laughs> Jacob Searhoff, everyone. <laughs> Jacob Searhoff in the house. And Jacob, I'm not related to him. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, man. yeah. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think you were related to him. Yeah, this is just casual, and um, <laughs> that was very funny. I, I, you know, I, I, I boy, I, I want to talk to your background and stuff. I'm just so excited. Talking to you about boxing. So before I, I, we I, I, get into that, yeah. everyone, everybody we have a knows comedian here. He's a comedian. His name's Jacob Siroff. He's a very funny guy. You may uh, know him from such shows as what's that Jim Norton show you're on? Down and Dirty. Down and Dirty with yeah. Jim Norton. Yeah, I was, I was, I was cut off that show, guys. Thanks. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck that show. Don't watch that show. <laughs> but, but I, but, sh- but, I but, shot it. But 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 <laughs> you, but you weren't the on, you weren't the only one, and it was a really weird politics with HBO because. My friend Jason Rouse, and he was the he was extremely filthy and dirty. And believe me, this has nothing to do with Jim Norton because when my I was actually driving with Norton, with his manager Jonathan Branstein, and I told um, Norton, Jim, you know, just don't worry. Jason Rouse doesn't take you. Uh, it's, he doesn't find you responsible for what happened. And he said, "What happened?" Like, well, you know, he wasn't upset about getting his footage cut from HBO. Jim was fucking angry. He didn't know they did that kind of crap. It's down oh. and dirty, and Ralph's was extremely dirty. And uh, I don't. For some reason, I had access to your thing too, and I saw it, it was very funny. And oh, did you see the? I've never seen it. That's interesting. I've never seen it. Well, I, I, I'm friend with the guy who produced it. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, Mason Brand, Steinberg. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Branstein. Oh, so, I see Branstein. 
So he supposedly has a huge dick, from what they say. Oh, like a legendary huge dick, and and he's a Jew, which is weird. Why? Why is that weird? Maybe <laughs> they just left the foreskin on, why, why? and it looks a lot bigger. <laughs> nah, it's Ron Jeremy's a Jew. Come on, that's true. I would I would call him the exception. You're aren't you a Jew? Right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are quick. And, and um, I know that you've done many um, interviews and podcasts. And you're a f- you're a funny funny guy, and I don't want to ask the same fucking questions. You know, was that the real intro? We're not. Was that we're really we're going? No, now? This, is this, this, is this, this part yeah. of the actual? Okay. Um, th- no, ask me anything you want, guys. Um, and um, I wasn't raped. I'll start off with that. I'll yeah. lead with that. I've never been raped or raped anybody. So um, I don't know if that's like an ongoing theme on the show. I don't mean to poke fun of it, but. You know, that was just, you know, I have to because it was an uncomfortable situation to walk into. And, and, so, and, oh, and here's the thing, Jacob. Yeah, so I have to. I was just sitting in there going, come on, let's rape this up, guys. Let's rape this up. <laughs> and, and Jacob, here's the thing. We don't necessarily put all the episodes in sequence. So there might be a chance that we might air your things before hers and people have no... Oh, we, should, we shouldn't, though. Especially we, we have, we have no point of reference. Like, yeah. what? I We're watched the f- first 19 episodes. There's no rape. What is Jacob talking yeah. about? I think so. you should cut out all of her rape stuff and all of my rape stuff <laughs> and just keep the show rape-free. You yes. know, it's a, yeah. It's a, for the sake We're rape-free of, America. Right. And, and also, it's just it's a, it's a comedy. It's Isn't a comedy it great uh, when they do Google uh, Internet Search with Jacob? It's going to be like... Rape and your name over next right. to it. So. Oh, they did that with Eddie on Talking Shit. <laughs> oh, wait, not with rape. I was joking. With AIDS. Oh, yeah. Eddie Ift has AIDS. Ja- yeah, Jacob, Seraph, Jacob Seraph has rape. <coughs> That's going to be the new Google search. <laughs> At least I'll be getting searched. <laughs> so a qu- couple of qu- obvious quick, quick questions, but um, Jake, wh- 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 where did you grow up? Uh, I was born and raised in San Francisco. Okay. California, in the, in the city, not the suburbs. I hate when people say they're from a city, and then it turns out they're from like 20 miles from outside that city. Right. Those people are liars and posers, and it's like I, it's a it's a mission of mine to expose those people. So whenever so, someone says, "Oh, I'm from Chicago," oh yeah, what what part of Chicago? Oh well, it's like 20 miles. That's you're not from Chicago. Yeah. Shut up. You're not say that. Just say I'm from outside of Chicago, and they act like well, it's just easier to say Chicago. No, it's not. It's not easier to say that because now we have to have this whole conversation. Right. Just it's you're just trying to like get some kind of street cred that you haven't earned. You know? Right. But I was raised on the mean streets of San Francisco, um, which is wh- actually a tougher town than people think. Mm, what, what part of San Francisco? <laughs> Tenderloin, well, Tender right? That's yeah, what that, I'm thinking. Uh, no, the, I was uh, raised in mostly the Sunset District, and then uh, which is actually a very Asian part of town. I'm, I grew up with predominantly Chinese kids. Yeah. Well, but let's be honest, <laughs> Jews and Chinese same difference, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. really. Um, well, the Vietnamese kids beat us all up. What, what what was it like being a Jewish kid growing up in San Francisco? Was it any anything different, or is it made, made no difference? Quite a quite a bit of Jews in San Francisco. Not like New York or L.A., but it wasn't like you know probably other cities where you just you know if you mm. grew up in Anchorage, Alaska, and you're literally the only Jew, or you mm. know uh, there's probably more grizzly bears than Jews in Alaska, I would think. But here, uh, I mean, in San Francisco, there was you know enough that we were kind of. Enough that we didn't feel like weirdos, but few enough that I always felt like it was kind of special. Well, well, you know, so like when I go to New York or here, I feel like I've always felt like, oh, you know, oh, all these Jews, like, that's my shtick, you know? Yeah. It's like when I get in a room with a, with a big Star Wars nerd, I'm like, hey, hey, hey I got this covered, dude. <laughs> what, what, were your parents born and raised in San Francisco, too? My mother was, yes, yeah, and, and so was her mother, and my father's a, a, a stereotypical Brooklyn Jew. But they're they're both dead, my parents. Um... When so did they die? Um, like about a week ago. <laughs> car, car crash. 
Uh. Whatever, I'm over it. No, they died um, <laughs> in uh, 94 and 98, respectively. Wow. Well, you must have been young. Yeah, like, yeah I don't want to say how old because that'll, that'll say, you know. Yeah, you're in Hollywood. Yeah, I was like, I was like two and six <laughs> back then. <It> was like <laughs> you needed a guardian to right. take care of you. Uh, well, if, if, if you don't mind me asking, was it cancer? Or what? Yeah, one of them. It was a heart attack, then cancer. I see. Well, four years apart, but they weren't together. Yeah. Huh. Like they weren't together, they were divorced? or Yeah, they were divorced. Okay. But you know what? <laughs> At least they weren't raped, guys. Nobody yeah. raped them. <laughs> They died unraped. Oh, my God. Who raised you? Who were you <laughs> living with? I was, uh, I feel so for that poor girl. I think we might have to call this episode not that rape mm-hmm. episode or something. Yeah. Jesus. Well, it's just, yeah. if anyone's listening, I, just, I feel like I should cl- clarify once yeah. again, if, if anyone's listening, to all your many, many listeners that are listening, um, when I walked in. They were, now you're being they, sarcastic. They were recording uh, another episode, with, and I just walked in at the end, and it was really heavy and rapey, and I just, this is my way of... Uh, yeah. bringing some levity to the situation not not actually uh, I don't it's not something I have a daughter she's eight uh, I hope she that never happens to her either um, so uh, you know, it's not it's not me being a real a, a real asshole it's just me being it's me deflecting the the discomfort the, awk- the, the awkwardness yeah yeah, yeah and, and this is sometimes when people who don't know anything about comedy get very upset yeah. and um, does, that, look, look, that, does that sum up your listeners for the for yeah the it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the target audience people who don't know anything about comedy let's, let's be frank pe- people who are police and work in the uh, medical business they're helping people and oftentimes when you meet them they do have black humor not because, oh, yeah, for sure. not, not because for sure. they they think it's hilarious that people get murdered and raped and things like that. But because it. black people are hilarious. Wow, <laughs> it, it's because it when you do those extreme humors, it's kind of like way to get that shit out of your system yeah, yeah. And, and, and learn to deal with it. Because if they're not able to deal with it, they're not able to do continue doing the good work that they're doing. Well, I would know? hope that anyone would, that was listening to your show has seen your act, which is not all sunshine and roses. No, it is not. Either, yeah, which no, is why it's what's so awesome about you, actually. That's and that's why I mean, if you we met, actually, I'm sure you remember working both of us working with uh, Dave Attell, which is probably about the, the you know that could have been a, an episode of Down and Dirty, right there, just that show. But is it interesting? Attell's like incredible in that when he does that stuff, you don't get upset for some reason. You don't. He doesn't get upset saying those horrible things. And believe me, people do get upset when I sit, talk about that. But uh, Atel is amazing. That <laughs> yeah, he really is. Even though he will talk about some horrible stuff, somehow people don't are not horrified by it. Yeah. You know, I know what it is. He's magical. I mean, you know, there's obviously there's some some things he does. Like he makes himself the the butt of the joke a lot right. of the time. Also, just I think he's he's got the sarcastic presentation, or yeah. you know, who, or you know, there's just some X factor with Dave. I think for and I, I'll flat out say I think David tells the greatest comedian that ever lived. Yeah, not even like my current favorite. Like if I could, I always say if I could build the perfect comedian in a weird science computer. Yeah, uh, for your older listeners, that, that was a movie in like the 1940s, Weird Science. Yeah, um, when I was a kid, uh, that that's. That, that's David Tell the way he looks physically the cadence of his jo- the way he yeah. writes I mean it's just he's my perfect comedian you know? for, for, for absolutely sure because I know it's very fashionable to say Louis C.K. is the best comedian and he Louis is like incredible you know I'm a joke guy I like jokes yeah I'm, I'm the joke guy too and so if you're if you're a joke guy as you know, opposed to stories or you know or you know, I'm not I didn't mean that in a, I mean just, yeah, yeah, I'm just set, set up punch yeah. set up punch Dave's the master you know, and that's Got what it. I like Got about it. it's almost like a difference between like Robert Frost, the poet, versus somebody like Tennessee Williams writing short stories. <laughs> so Louis tell you stories. Uh, that's, you, that's exactly what I was about to say. Uh, 
It's like kind of a Chopin versus Satie situation, yeah. right? We can all relate to <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, totally. And, and, and I like I like both of them, but if you're specifically more into wordsmith and writing the the, the the jokes, like he always put the right words, you know, not you know, yeah, it, it's just so perfect. Yeah. And um, I just marvel. And you know, I worked with him for years, and he's still a mystery because he's one of the few comedian. At the end of the show, you really don't know the guy personally. That's that's the weird thing. Like all the great ones after the show, mm-hmm. whether you like what they say, whether you like the guy, you feel like at the end of the show, you I, I feel like you kind of know the person, right? Mm-hmm. Him or her. Dave has always been mystery, and I've known him for a long yeah, time. He, he, Why do you think that is? He likes it that way. I think. I think. I think. I think. Even though he does make himself as a bottom joke, I, I think. I think he is a private person mm. which is you know um yeah as a matter of fact he after we worked together he he took me on the road for just a few dates to, and uh i think i just talked too much off stage and i never i didn't it never you know when i see him now we're still friendly but i think i just kind of was too much i'm a, i'm the opposite i'm you know say whatever i'm thinking yeah at all times whether you want me to or not and you know just hanging out in airports with time to kill yeah i, I think i was a bit much for dave's sensibilities socially <laughs> And uh, the, yeah, that didn't the work didn't. And I'm no, so he cut you out intentionally. Is what you yeah, said. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> well, he's like, oh, Jacob, I, I, I don't, cut I don't want to, I don't want to pick it because. Oh, that it, was a different one. That was Jim Norton. My bad. Yeah. It, it, Wrong it, 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 could, it could be all kinds of other reasons. Right. Who knows? And and he want to give p- other people a chance. So no, I, I don't know. I have nothing bad to say about David Tell. Yeah. As a matter, but he, you know, I, I learned a great one of my favorite uh, uh, Tell stories. I uh, was a real lesson. I uh, was so eager to please him. I was so, and he, you know, he was giving me very positive feedback. And yeah, I was, you know, was, had, it was a great weekend for me. He helped me get an agent, you know, at that time. And uh, but, but uh, there was one night after the show. I don't I think he's still sober, but at the time he was still drinking. This was what oh seven oh eight when we did that. And yeah, and he said, uh, he, you know, he Dave carries that that uh, envelope full of cash. Nobody robbed David Tell if you see him in the street, but he he carries that the cash with him, and he, you know, he, notoriously great tipper. Anyone that hands him a glass of water, he gives a twenty dollar bill. Um, but he had one one day he you know I don't know if he was getting paid or he had to do something yeah and he sent me to the bar across the street from the club and he said he gives me he pulls out two twenties and he goes go get us a couple of shots of chilled Jameson and I was like all right and I get to the bar and there's these guys uh, that had seen the show and they're like, they recognize me and they're like oh they're drunk oh shit this dude you were fucking hilarious the, you know where's Dave and I was like oh he's on his way over and they're like well let us buy you drinks and I'm thinking. Yeah, all right. You know, Dave's gonna be. I'll, I'll save Dave's money. You know, he's, he's gonna be so proud of me. I'll, you know, I'll just. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll keep his money in my pocket. And I go. Yeah, we'll have two shots of a uh, chill Jameson. So I let these guys buy the drinks. Uh, you know, Dave comes walking over. And he's like, "Where's the drinks?" I'm like, "Oh, here they are." Uh, you know, you know, the best part is Dave. These guys paid for them. Uh, so you know, I saved your money. And Dave goes, "You idiot!" Now we have to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> because I'd, I'd rather pay for it and not have to talk to these idiots. You know? I was like, oh, I, was, I blew it so hard. I thought I was like, do. I was like, oh, Dave's gonna be proud. I did him a real solid. Like, what was I thinking? Like, Dave couldn't walk into a bar and get somebody to buy him a drink of his own on his own merit, you know? But it was, you know, I felt embarrassed. But it was like, wow, that's a real lesson. Were you like mm-hmm. me? Like, even though I've known him for a long time, I I'm still like, he's one probably one or two people. Like, I'm awed by the guy. Oh yeah, for sure. As a matter of fact. You know, whenever I've opened for people, I've opened from, like I'm sure you have too for you know some big names, Louis C.K. and Dave Chappelle, like, some really big names, and uh, and uh, throughout my career, and most of the time, no matter how good, how funny, how famous, I watch a show once. You do five or six, seven shows with with a, with a guy, watch a show once, and then the rest of the week you kind of whatever. If you're a smoker, you smoke cigarettes, you, you dick around on your cell phone. Dave's the only guy I've ever worked with where I watched every minute of every Absolutely. show every night. That is a fact. Yeah, every night would not leave and. 
beginning to end. I don't care if it's the same jokes, if it's new jokes. You know, like I could not not watch David Tell. Because even with all the other great ones, if you watch like the whole weekend, after a while, like you know the punchline and stuff like that. You can't wait for him. Dave will always surprise you. Mm. Dave will always surprise you. Like you think he's going to do the same joke, but the punchline's different, you know? And even if it is the same joke, it's like every time you hear it, you're like, man, mm. like, that's jokes that you thought you just kind of liked by the end of the week like that's fucking brilliant like, yeah that's a, great, that's a great joke and it's just about come in soup or something <laughs> no, it's like it's like the most you know uh innocuous subject matter but it's you know it's not like louis ck talking about life and his kids and mm-hmm. the big questions it's just you know it's just pure joke writing that's what i like yeah yeah and, and another another one i think is one of the greatest if not the greatest joke writer of all time is woody allen and i don't know what it is I don't know. I'm, I'm sure this, this, this is like a boxing pound for pound conversation. Yeah. Woody, Woody just didn't. The resume wasn't thick enough, you know. It. it, it <laughs> just did, who did he? Who did he beat? Really, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to stereotype, but I, I I do find Jews. That, uh, there's something about Judaism <laughs> with Jew, Jewish people that um, I like Muslim people. Yeah, but. I d- yeah, they're great. They're they're great. They don't have the best yeah. sense of humor sometimes. No, I mean I they, those they, guys. They have a sense of humor. They laugh. It just it, it caused the life of Jews. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, what what is it about Jewish people? Because don't please don't tell me because something horrible happened to them. Because horrible things happen to Native American right, and Eskimos, yeah. and like right. they're not particularly funny. <laughs> Eskimos. They're they're um, wise and spiritual, but what what do you think? I mean. You know, I'm, I, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't. You know, it's not. Uh, it's 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 not something that uh, I don't think has been uh, studied from a scientific point of view. Because what it, what is the population? Got to be a Jewish people in the world, like less than one percent, or maybe one percent. Oh uh, gosh, I wish I knew the percent of Jews globally. Yeah, uh, guys, I don't know. I, I, but you guys are represent. Here 20, we're about twenty percent. So yeah. if this is a if this is a sample. 25. <laughs> 25. There's yes. four of us. Huh? Yeah. There goes my Jew math. There goes that Asian math. <laughs> but you. but Jewish people, yeah. like, it's overly represented, like, Nobel Prize and econ and science and stuff like that. No, we're great. And, and they're also funny. You well, know what I mean? In that book, The Outliers, the mm. Malcolm Gladwell book, did you read oh, that? Oh, is that the Gladwell? one? No, is that the one where they talk about the hockey players? Mm. Is that? Yeah. If you're born a certain time of year, you Yeah, and they right kind of talk about that with the Jews and just, uh, I forget exactly what the details were, but there was something about the culture and also just kind of being invested in doing things mm. like that like literature well, lawyers and stuff too definitely but I think one, one of the common in entertainment one of the common things they were talking about whereas like uh, let's say asians or latinos or blacks when they were poor they tend to work in farm whereas the jews um they were prevented from owning lands so they were forced to live in cities so when you live in a city and forced to live in a city they acquire scales and mm-hmm. and uh, personality that fits for city. So whenever they talk about these Ashkenazi Jews, the European Jews that le- left Europe and moved to New York City, a lot of them work in garment. But unlike working farm, Let's just hit them all, Yoshi. <laughs> but unlike <laughs> un- 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 unlike working farm, where you simply just have crop and you sell, and you don't know what they do with it, the Jewish people and live in New York City saw the complicated business right. where they make clothes, but they went to department store. Jewish people have a very sophisticated way of looking at the city. Yeah. And, I gotta and, and, think it's. I gotta think it's. I mean, this probably sounds horrible 
but I've always felt like it's probably genetic. You know, I don't even I don't even know what no, that means. No, sure. But and I don't think that that not in some like we're better at being funny or that you know that sounds like some Jimmy the Greek. Black people are good at sports and Jews are good at. Fu- I don't I don't I don't think I mean that. But I, I you know if, if you share it if there's like a if you take funny people and and breed them. Yeah. Then, you know, if, if you're sharing a gene pool, then I guess it's just kind of a... a and especially a gene pool that's been affected by, like, such atrocities and tragedies true. throughout the mm-hmm. course of civilization, then it just kind of becomes a natural defense yeah. mechanism. Yeah, I guess so. But like the, Yoshi said, a lot of people, Jews aren't, the, you know, they just, we just, we're just the best at publicizing our, our tragedies. Yeah. I have a friend, uh, you know, you guys it's know Louis Katz? Yoshi, yeah. You're friends with Lee? He's a great comedian. A guy I came up with, he used to have a joke that I don't think he ever did past the open mic stages. But he used to say, like, man, Armenians, you guys, you guys suck at having a Holocaust. Man, you don't have any movies or books, or not. like Jews just were really good at getting getting our story out there, so everybody's aware of it. But whereas, yeah. you know, we're not talking about Bosnians, you know, you know, they don't get. There's not a great this whole. They don't have good PR. They don't have good PR. Yeah. Exactly. We, <laughs> and it's it's true. Like you look at the. What, the Armenians. what happened to Chinese during? Oh right, I forgot you're Armenian. Yeah. What happened to the Chinese during the World War Two? You know, the numbers are staggering, like between thirty to fifty million. Right. But you know, <laughs> there's no right Schindler's chance list or whatever. Yeah. You know, and um, it's that's not the same. We don't want to minimize Jewish people's tragedy, or whatever. But, but yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I don't know how these things work. I will say this though, uh, my wife, who's not Jewish, but she's she, my wife's also a comedian. I don't know if you, did you know that? Yeah. You've met her, yeah, I think. And uh, she's very funny. Very funny. And uh, we have an eight-year-old daughter who probably has the, I don't want to say the worst, but the, what's the word? Like, how do you quantify a sense of humor? Lowest? (laughs) Dry humor? No, just zero. Lack of sense of humor. Like, I mean, you would think. (laughs) Really? By eight years old, I was already super sarcastic, kind of a jerk. I was my, I have a I have a twin brother. We were we were yeah. we were always playing tricks on people. At the, like she takes everything literally. She has no sense of irony or sarcasm. And she's not that she's not that she's not bright. She gets great grades. She's ahead of her class in yeah. reading and writing. She just cannot. She has no sense of of when you're being you know. It's so when you, ju- you that when makes you- and it makes me want to do it. Yeah, I'll tell her like you know I was thinking about it. And I just think I love your brother more than you. You know, just to t- and then she'll just instantly start crying. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and not and ch- instead of like and I just keep I keep doing stuff like that because I'm hoping that because you want to give her daddy issues. What no one day I just want her to say shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah, get out of here. You're just kidding. You know, but every time it's like. You know, no matter what I say. I told her once, you know, we, uh, your mom and I were talking, we're going to skip your birthday this year. You're just going to be seven for another year, you know? And she just, what are you talking? You know, instant, just tears. And she does this, you know, that, that little kid well well up. Yeah. Thing, you know, like, what, really? Still? And it's not even like that, that <laughs> if you're, that her genetics being uh, born of two funny, what I think are two funny comedians, yeah. should prevail at some point. But just the Pavlovian effect of how many times can I trick you with this stuff before yeah. you just catch on that, look, when I say something and it's super mean and super dry and matter of fact, it's never going to be true. Or I wouldn't, but no. no. Doesn't get sarcasm yet. No, so I don't know. Still but develop- don't you, yeah. developing uh, feelings of attachment to her parents. Yeah, well. <laughs> or detachment but now. But eight, eight's pretty old. Like she has some, there's some, I meet eight-year-olds with some sarcasm, sar- you know. Yeah. But isn't there a point you want to kind of want to stop? You don't want her to hate you. Oh, I don't think I don't. I think that'll be for entirely other reasons. <laughs> don't I don't think she's <laughs> gonna be like. So why were we living in that one bedroom apartment for so long? And why didn't why didn't you have a real job? You know, like I think there's yeah. other there's other. Um, you know, does your son get sarcasm? Well, he's two and a half, but I think ah. he gets it more than her. I don't know. Well, I don't know that he gets it on a level that you know that a, a grown up would or someone an eight year old. Yeah. But he but he seems like he's he definitely yeah he seems like he's more on the path to that. I would think. Yeah. 
but also boys are better than girls. So. Is she, is she more? Is, yeah. is she more like you, personality-wise, or your wife? Um, that's a good question. I, we, I, you know, um, I would hard to say. You know, I don't know. Is that right? You, you know, you always want to say that your kid. This one's like this one's like mom. This one's like dad. But I don't. You know, they they're kind of like their own little people. Does anyone, and nobody here has kids, right? No. There wasn't the oh really? Thank you for uh, I commend you for all for uh, for not using the uh, that I know of hacky joke that usually that's usually the question that's usually the answer do you have kid not that i know of like everybody thinks yeah. that's the funniest joke oh because you're just having so much unprotected <laughs> sex and then you don't ever talk to the because you could all right oh that's good that's a good one that's None good that I, I was like kind of gave you a beat to like and you didn't you didn't bite so can, thanks yoshi and already you didn't have a mic but you could have yelled it i guess and uh, and i just have abortion so yeah, those yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're a, you're a one woman armenian holocaust <laughs> I do, I do want to jump right into it, um, Jacob. That's very funny. How, <laughs> so you have this reputation about um, among a couple of my close friends, and uh, they say you're extremely knowledgeable in boxing. Now, how did how did this happen? Because, of course, I'm sure there were great Jewish boxers, but not for a long time. Not for a long time. But you know that I was I almost brought that up when we were talking about the because when the Jews. First got here, we weren't this didn't have this reputation as these college educated brainy people. No, we were you know when you live in New York City yeah. and there's too many fucking people, right. you literally we feel tough. like you've been boxed and you sometimes to knock the fucker out right. of your way. Well, there were some good Jewish champions, uh, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the old days, but uh, uh, which one, Cain and Abel? Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> like oh, it. I'm sorry, the guy used donkey's oh, jaw to I, kill the other one. I like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Old Testament reference. Go ahead. I know that's impressive. Um, you probably you probably know more than, than me about it. I'm pretty secular. I live in Beverly Hills. I have to right. know these things. Oh, do you really? Well, uh, the boxing for me. I'm I'm what you call a serial obsessive. Anyway, mm-hmm. like I get obsessed with things, and I and I, uh, you, you know how you know how like manic depressives or bipolar they get like really obsessed with with they pick up hobbies and they yeah. get really intensely into them. Then they drop them and never think about them again. Right. I do that, but I don't drop them. <laughs> you know, I just collect these different things. So, like, Star Wars is one, boxing is one. Uh, you know, in the last, like, five years, I've become this really intense hockey fan. I, like, never was, a, you know, ever. And now it's like I've, I probably have read the whole NHL rule book. And all, I meet up with Canadians, and they're like, oh, my God, this guy knows hockey. I was like, yeah, I've never watched a game until, like, five years ago. You know? So um, I, I – so but, that's but, but, part of it with boxing. But I also, like, when I when I, I was always into it as a kid, and there was a point in my adult life – where something clicked with me, and I just realized it was like the greatest thing. What, was ever your created. dad watching it? How Never, did, he hated it. Oh, yeah, he was a physician. He said it was brutal and it should be illegal, and, and, he, and he, he didn't. He was not a, a wow Jewish doctor. That's really right. Weird. right I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. Was not a fan at all. My brother and I just grew up as huge Mike Tyson fans. You know. Oh, I, I, I absolutely. He's, he's the a reason I'm a boxing yeah. fan. You know, the reason I'm a comedian is because I saw Eddie Murphy Delirious. The reason yeah. I'm a boxing fan is because I saw you know Mike Tyson before pay per view when you could watch him fight on regular Showtime and HBO. And yet, why do Jews hate black people? Um, I don't. I don't know that. They, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like um, they have a very there was a love hate relationship between Jews and black people, which which is kind of shocking. Because all the greatest wickers are Jews. You know, the BC Boys are all Jews and. MC Search. It, it's strange because both suffer from horrible history, and you would think they're gone. But well, there was that's a whole separate conversation. But there was, you know, I I spent um, a lot of my high school years thinking I was like a black Muslim. You know, I was like super into that East Coast 
rap and yeah. Nation of Islam stuff, and I was like driving around listening to Brand Nubian in my car, you know, singing Black Man's God. Like, you know, I thought that was, I didn't see any irony in that. I thought it was just yeah. so. I thought there was like a real connection, but you know, of course, if you read like the autobiography of Malcolm X, you know, and there are just I guess no, I don't know if people read books anymore, but there's probably YouTube videos that explain this stuff. Where you know, I think that's a post civil rights, yeah, where there was a there was a real connection between uh, Jews and blacks, and for some, you know, a lot of complicated reasons. I don't. I think black people felt like after it was over, Jews just kind of went home to their nice houses and abandoned yeah. and abandoned the cause, and Jews probably feel like black people were ungrateful for their efforts, or you know, the, I don't know. You guys should just rent Mississippi Burning. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so. Going back to boxing, yeah. you, for some reason, uh, I'm glad it happened, your brother and yourself like boxing. And you're a boxing fan, Yoshi? I'm, I, I, I like sports, and that, yeah. that, that's uh, like a really weak spot. So when I talked to Chris Strait, another great comedian, and who's very knowledgeable about yeah. boxing. Yeah, he's my boxing fan. And then um, my good friend Russell Peters, a huge boxing yeah. friend. I went to Lennox Lewis's house with Russell because they're friends. Nice. They, yeah. they, they start boxing when they're 17 or so. Yeah, he, yeah he, cause, because that's right. Lennox was a Canadian Olympian. Yeah. People forget that. He, he kind of started, as a pro, he kind of represented the UK, but, uh, uh, you know, he spent, I don't know if he spent a lot of his youth in Canada and actually boxed, yeah. boxed for Canada in the Olympics. People forget that. But uh, I made him. I made. Uh, that's great. Vernon. Uh, um, what? Why am I forgetting Vernon's last name? Vernon Davis? Do you mean. Vernon Forrest, the one. Well, that passed, I mean Vernon Forrest. Passed yeah. Away? Last time I saw him was, um, I, I'm sorry, so late. I just got back from Europe and Asia Monday. Yeah, uh, he died like two. I saw him two months before he got really? murdered. Yeah. Wow. Through and Russell. Or? I met him through Russell, and um, he was a wonderful person. It, and and of course I made Mike Tyson. I made Mike at a porn convention. Yeah. And I introduced him to one of my tranny friends. He had no idea it was a tranny. And he, uh, shemale, sorry, trying is a derogatory term for it. It is? Yeah. Huh. They, they prefer she because emphasizing the yeah, word they she. Yeah, still go to oh, the tranny awards. Yeah. Huh. Well, it's like. Important. Well, it's, it's, it's a little different. It's like black, black people calling each other niggers, but you, I can't call them. <laughs> Whoa. So trannies could call each other tranny, but they prefer shemale. At least that's what I. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that there were, that there were offensive or non offensive. Uh, Words. Yeah, they they prefer females. Uh, well, I know this because I worked in porn business for right. fourteen years. Are you still working? In no, I got fired last year. So hence, hence, hence podcast now. So, but that's not something you wanted to, you know, pursue in at another company, or just it was when it was over. No, it was it's over. it's um, you know, when somebody asked Bill Clinton one time, like, what what would you what does he want to run next? Does he want to be Supreme Court Justice? Mm -hmm. And 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 his response, if I remember right, it's like I had the best work. As a president, it's right. like you're kind of lowering yourself to some lower position. He's like, you know what? He reached the peak. You know what I mean? So I work for so Evil Angel. The the best. He, he actually got into the porn yeah. thing after he was, after he was done. <laughs> so I work for Evil Angel. The, in the one, it's the New York Yankees uh, right, porn. Sure, sure. So um, I I didn't really want to. I don't know if you remember. If you, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. I hate to like give myself credit, but when I met you, when we first met on that David Tell week, you you were very impressed with my porn knowledge. You were no, just I remember. No, 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 I remember. I, I'm, I was, no, I, I was, I was impressed I'm with myself to... that you were impressed with me, and uh, and uh, because you know, I grew up. My, my father was a porn aficionado. That's something. Uh, oh, that, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, oh, my father. I grew up um, in a house in a porn house. When my my father had this is in the VHS days, had a closet with probably I don't know 
a thousand, two thousand porn videos, and he would he was a big and on top of that he would he was a big renter at all times. He'd go to the rent, you know, he's a big movie. Uh, VH Wait, is your dad? Is your dad still alive? No, he passed away. Remember? Oh, that's heart attack. Heart attack. So he uh he uh yeah. Let me ask, let me ask you this. Let me ask, let me ask. Did he have a heart attack because he saw some exciting porn? No, he had he's a cigarette smoker. Went out to smoke and uh, died with a cigarette. The in his doctor hand. that was also yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when I grew up in this house, and he told my brother at probably around eight years old, he goes, "Here's the porn. Watch whatever you want. Just don't do it around me, and put it back where you found it." You know. And so we were like actually encouraged to watch it, and then we'd have these really like open, honest sexual discussions with yeah. him. Yeah. You know, remember once he goes, we but why was he talking to you while he was naked, Jacob? <laughs> Oh, I see what you did there. He would, um, <laughs> he would, um, he would say like, uh, I remember once asking him, uh, "Song, would you want me to, you, you want me to show you how to jerk well, I mean, off?" Well, no, actually, my Chinese friend showed me how to jerk off. Da- uh, named Danny. Shu. Eugene. Okay, my friend um, Danny Shu. No, he taught he taught me how to jerk off. But uh, at around twelve, and I was a late bloomer. But he, um, my, I remember my dad asking my dad once, "Oh, so like, what is uh, what is what does sex feel like?" And he's like, "Well, you jack off, right?" And we're probably like eight or nine, and we're yeah. like, "We're like, yeah." Then no, I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, "Yeah, of course, I, ch-. you know, just want to be cool." And he's like, "Well, if it's like that, except a thousand times better." And I was like, "All right, right, all right." But I, and then I walked away going, "I have nice stuff. That was, I have no frame of reference." Wait, for that. Was he but really now, a real doctor? Yes, he was. He was. He, he was wasn't a doctor in the porno movie. China, you know, it was a, it was a Chinese medicine. <laughs> Just, just needles and herbs and shit, rubbing quarters <laughs> on the back of people's necks. That's a real reference. Yeah, if you, Eugene are Chinese or Korean? Korean, of course, is Los Angeles. Same difference. Um, not really, actually. But but go ahead. So uh, so but, your so dad. He was so he got it started. So I felt like I've the porn. Thing well, what the it, fuck is your mom doing? Like oh, oh, she they were divorced and she hated it. She and had fact, a porn. In fact, we we stole a couple of my one of my favorite porns of all time was one shot on thirty five millimeter in the eighties called Miami Spice. Which with Randy West, I remember was it in? I don't remember. I don't Ooh, remember. I I've seen it. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's Randy great. West was one of the Evil Angels directors. Was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's probably still doing stuff. And uh, I, can't, I don't remember. It's funny. I remember him. I don't remember any of the female stars. But uh, it was a, it was a really. That's when they put a lot of effort in. And we took that one home. We stole that one and we took it home to our mom's house and she confiscated it. And I'll, holy fuck! What is that? What is the goofy hair that we always make fun of the guys from eighties? The mullet. Yeah, yeah, he had a mullet. He had yeah. a decent mullet. Yeah, he had some great lines. My uh, my friend and my br- Danny, who taught us how to masturbate, my friend and my brother and I still quote lines from Miami Spice. And I, God, I wish like I could what? Um, <laughs> come on. Nah, it's not. It's oh, not, come it's on. Not it would just wouldn't work out of context. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Okay. I could never. Can do you it throw just, it in during it the podcast sometime? If you feel I mean, it, it just it was like there was a uh, there's a scene when he's like they're sitting he's sitting around eating strawberries at this mansion with this girl and he's uh she's like. I'm not gonna. I can't do She's it. Like, oh, she said she, I need some she cream said she likes strawberries. And she goes, "You like strawberries?" He's like, "Yeah, I like strawberries, but it's not my favorite thing." And she's like, "What is your favorite thing?" And he goes, "Pussy. I love nibbling on pussy." <laughs> that's 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 perfect. Okay, right, but I mean, it doesn't sound like much. And of course, we're also desensitized to yeah. talk like that in the porn. But I mean, it just the, we thought it, we just rewound it over and over. We thought it was the funniest line of dialogue we'd ever heard. Also, just like it's not my favorite thing. Like like you would just jump from strawberries to pussy. In like the realm of things, yeah. you know what I mean. Like I thought that we thought it was just well, pretty funny, so that like I could say that to my uh, my my friend or my brother at any time. They know exactly what movie, who said it, you know. But uh, yeah, porn was a big part of my life. So when I met you and I was oh, there's a guy that works in the porn industry. I felt the need to show up. I, I remember, I remember you were saying stuff. I was very, very impressed. I just couldn't remember which specific. It was stuff. just act. It was just yeah. actors. I'm sure I was. Uh, you know what? I was thinking about that today, knowing I was going to see you, and yeah. I thought, wow, you know, that was like what was that? I was, say that was 07 because I think it was 07 uh, or 08 latest. Um, you know, and all the there's porn stars now 
that were like 12 years old when we were having that conversation. Yeah. Like, but like if I were to meet you now and I was trying to impress you with names, I'd be dropping names of girls that were like not even, like you know, probably didn't even have boobs when we first met. You know, it's crazy how that happens. I remember my um, cousins, you know, you'll be hanging out with her friends and then they will bond by talking about the kind of shoes that they like. I don't, I don't quite understand why the women into shoes and stuff. But I, can, I understand where you're coming from because I bonded like guys like Russell Peters and Norton and people like that with talking about porn. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I could almost figure out guys' personality, what they're into, what, what the kind of movies mm-hmm. that they're into, you know? Furthermore, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, a way, I'm way better in bed because of porn. Like I straight up just, like I don't even know what I would, that's how I learned my moves, man. I watch, I'm like, oh, that's what we're doing now? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we're stepping on their faces while we're hitting from behind? Okay, I'll do, oh, b- big toe in the mouth? All right, I got that. I can, I wouldn't have thought of that shit. You yeah. know, like I watch porn, I'm like, I'm doing that. That's when I started slapping girls t- in the face and stuff. Like, you know, and knowing how hard to do it. I remember watching, uh, uh, fashionistas with Belladonna and, oh my God. And, and just and thinking that's Evo in your production yeah it right is there. and it was a, that scene at the final scene with Rocco and, and, and Belladonna when he starts like slapping her in the face and I was like Rocco Sefredi and I remember thinking yeah and I remember thinking oh wow like it's like face spanking like you know and I don't know how old I was then but I was like I wouldn't have you know I've ha- I, would, I had been with girls that asked me to slap them but I thought that was just crazy and oh these girls are freaky and I would do it but then like seeing it in that context and it seemed like hot to bo- for, for both of them not just like you know like mm-hmm. the, just one guy being an abusive jerk or a girl being a masochist i was like okay it's just like you can do some light face slapping yeah. and like so i started you know i started busting that on chicks man why not and when did you come on their faces um when <laughs> when did i first start coming on those faces <laughs> when they're I mean, as soon as they would let you right that's i mean that's that's the an correct order. correct answer is while they're sleeping right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> About 15 seconds Who was your after. favorite porn star growing up? Growing up? Um, yeah. Wow. My favorite porn star growing up. I went through phases. <sighs> I was real. I remember being really, I was really into a girl named Nikki Dial for a long time. I remember her. Yeah. Um, I liked, um, uh, there was a girl that wasn't, see, I, I kind of like big asses. And there was this girl, there was a woman, you probably remember Ashlyn Gear. She was famous for a long mm-hmm. time. She hadn't, really didn't have a great ass, but she was just such a, she was such a screamer and a crystal crazy and wild. I don't, I don't know if it was fake or not, but it was like, it was so, like as a kid, it was so uh, kind of shocking that I think I, that was, uh, that was somebody I liked a lot. God, you know, uh, oh, I, you know, I liked, uh, who's the girl Polly Shore used to fuck? Uh, Savannah? Savannah? Was that her name? Oh, the one shot herself yeah, in the face? Poor yeah, kid, poor girl. Yeah. Whoa. She was really hot. Um, shot herself with, with cum or gun? Was she killed she, herself? She was, no, she, uh, she got into a car accident and um, I think she had a scar on her face. And she was traumatized by it. Just by and, the scar, is that right? And I, I think if I remember, and, and it was a very minor scar, but to her, and as you know, yeah. any woman in business of where their appearance is so important. Was that the story, really? If I oh. remember right, I, I might be wrong, um, but the scar, it's like when a healthy girl looks at herself in the mirror, the mirror looks normal. But girl, have yeah, a more. I figured yeah. that had to be more like depression and drug abuse or something like that. That, that, that didn't yeah. help either. Right. But 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 the, when the girls like the example you just gave, Lily, mm-hmm. their window. I Body mean, the, yeah, the the mirrors oh, that the, 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 the mirrors that they use is like those mirrors from Carnival. Yeah, like Funhouse. Funhouse yeah. mirrors. Yeah. So to us, she looks still fine. It's like a, you can't even see the scar, but to her, it was just like mm. it, I, I could be wrong, but that's the I way I remember know, yeah, her. That might be and then she she literally shot herself. Yeah. Shot, got a shotgun or something and shot her face off. How much longer after the car accident? Very soon. Very like shortly I after. Yeah. yeah, I only I knew she had killed herself. I didn't know the the details. 
Um, Raquel Darian also, by the way, was a big was a big Raquel Darian fan. I, she I, would only fuck her husband, and that was kind of a bummer. No, she, she got to a point where she would only fuck her husband. Uh, out of all those ones you mentioned, I have to say I, I remember meeting her, and she Raquel? was she was one of the most beautiful women ever wow. of her generation. I bet, and she always had the crimped hair. <laughs> That's yeah. how old I am. I was watching porn stars with the crimps, but uh, uh. Yeah, now it's like all. I mean, the internet. Without the internet, you really had to know your stuff, and you know. And then I, I spent a lot of years as a kid working in video stores too, uh, just regular video stores, but mom and pop stores, where not blockbusters, where they would have like the little the porn room, you know. So I actually even know my gay porn pretty well because I had to deal. You know, I worked in San Francisco. I had to like I had to put that stuff away too, man. Yeah, and and, 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 uh, and, and I had a, I'm not gonna lie, I had a couple of my staff picks. My, my <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? Uh, Schindler's Fist. Man, uh, uh, man Rammer. Man Rammer was a fave. Yeah. Man Rammer. Yeah. Uh, Falcon, uh, Falcon, Falcon was a very good line for good gay stuff. Yeah, I like the I like the tie Mustang bo- the tie was box, another. the tie yeah. boxer series. You know, um, Just being a boxing fan. You know? th- those are like the <laughs> those are the premier gay porn um, companies. And I discovered Bear that way. I thought that was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Was I'd never heard of that until I was working at a video store. And it was like this whole like uh, Bear tracks. You know, I remember that was one. Of and you know what? <laughs> And you, you know, I, that's like common knowledge now, but that was real in that was real in it was a, insider it, shit. But it, it was fifteen years ago. It was very mysterious to me because I, I just thought if I was a gay guy, I want to be with a hot young gay guy. Yeah, I know. And then when you work at a porn shop, like they specifically look for like a fat chubby guy with a hairy body. And one time I asked, like, because I I like women, I like young athletic looking girls. It's like me picking up like grandmothers and shit. That would be confusing to gay guys. Yeah. I would I would imagine. But I asked one of the gay guys like, why why out of the thing you could pick movie with a young good looking gay guys? Why do you pick? Well, it's a real fetish. You know? Yeah, like why do you pick a chubby, hairy gay guys? And, and and more than once, multiple times, I heard they told me this. Honest to God, true story. They told me. Because it reminds them of their, their mother. mother. Yeah. Oh, of their mother. Yeah. They're gonna say father. Because it's it's like a. Sounds like they have daddy issues. It it's it's like they have breasts. Cub. <laughs> you're, the the gay guys are that like a cub and there's their the mothers bear like yeah. you know and there's like, the bear cub situation. But yeah. a lot of it is just bear on bear, where it's big guy, big hairy guy on yeah. big hairy guy. Yeah. You know what else I learned? It seems from like working, some Freudian shit. From working yeah. in video stores, you know, like most people, like I ignorantly thought, you know, when you're a kid, you think I don't. It's so it makes it's so stupid now to think about it. But I always thought that like gay guys only had sex doggy style. That was the only way to yeah. have gay anal sex. You know, so mm-hmm. like whenever you and your friends would like make jokes, that would that would be the, the way we you know that we. That we joked and stuff, and then like looking at working in these video stores and looking at the, these boxes, I was like, oh, like I see they do like all the positions. Yeah. And then like then you get then you know as I got more sexually advanced as a as a straight person, I'm like, yeah. well, duh, you have like anal sex with girls in every position. Like yeah. why would you have to fuck a dude from the back? You know. So then it was like that was that that, that really uh, weirded me out. I used to work at this place called Tavu Video up in Seattle, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to get this gay customer. Does every er- comedian work in a video store, like. Well, <laughs> that's a transition. Uh, or is it a porn fetish? Well, I, no, I did. I had like filmmaking aspirations as a kid, uh, so I was always like, I wanted to. Be that's like that's the, a good place. Tarantino yeah. kid. That's what I thought I was gonna be. The you know. Oh yeah, because he worked in a video store. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna work in a video store, and I'll be the next Tarantino. You know, oh, so it's cool. kind of like that's but it, obviously. But it this, didn't work this, out. this guy I just got really into gay porn instead. But this guy used to show up almost every Friday, and our policy at the store was if there's a problem with the product, DVD, or I guess we didn't sell DVD back then, but um, VHS tape, you got you have to show us the problem at the what, the, 
mm. specific point. And if there's a problem, then we have to replace it with a new product. So That's awkward. So the guy will come. <laughs> you're supposed to bring the tape at the spot there's a problem. But <laughs> what they do is he'll rewind the whole fucking thing from the beginning, make me fo uh, fast forward, make me watch the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. There was never a problem with those. He just got off on heterosexual guy watching yeah, gay porn, and that. we just—it's—I will awkwardly watch it every Friday. <laughs> he know that I know that there's not problem with the fucking tape, but I'm in the customer service business. So, I, I, so I, where did you do this? Like in the back office, or did Jeff no out in front? Or? Right front of the counter. There's there right by the cash register. There's TV and VCR. Did you put it on right put there. Put it on. So other customers in line have to watch. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was wasn't against the policy. The thought of you watching gay porn. I'm I'm sure That's or something. That's his bank bank. Like every Friday night, he goes. So home, I got him to do it again. So you know, sometimes you're in line grocery store and there's one problem person and you're you're standing behind like you have to wait until this fucker is satisfying. Was well, the same thing, and like they will oh. play. I have to fast forward the gay stuff, that's and crazy. every time we finish, he's like, "That's weird. I had a problem at home." Like you motherfucker, there was not any problem. That you actually put that on in, in the main. You didn't like go in the office and look no. at other customers. No, I don't want to be in like a private room with a gay guy watching a gay. Well, I don't want. What about if there's kids in the store? It wasn't or was it a, was it an adult? No, shop? it's, it's an adult shop. Oh, it was an adult shop. So I see. I never did that. I worked in regular business. Yeah. Adults. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I was getting freaked. I'm thinking like you're it. No, oh, a lot, see, lot of guys, a lot of guys are afraid of being called pervert working all per, uh, porn shops. They want to work mom and pop and like have litter porn. I, mean, I was like, no, I'm I'm all about being perverted, you know. Right, like, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, you know, I was all committed to it, but yeah, it, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fucking like that. But, but one good thing about dealing with gay people, I I, I became very tolerant because after a while, I realized. You know, it's not the same thing I'm into, but I understand you have these feelings and sometimes you can't find a person to have sex with. So if you're not getting enough nutrient from your food, you take vitamins, right? Well, porn is really vitamin for horny people that kiss sex right yeah, away. I, I just, I couldn't, I can't imagine my life without porn. You know? Yeah. And when I hear there's like, oh, you know, there's this syndrome where people can't have sex because with, if they watch porn, they can't get erect with real, I'm like, what? Who are these idiots? You know, like I, for me, it does. It's the more I'm having sex, the more I'm watching porn. The more yeah. I'm watching porn, the more I'm having sex. Yeah. You know? and, and 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 by porn, I mean you know masturbation because they go they yeah go hand, they go hand in hand. I've never like if like I, I I'll like, you know, I'll have sex with my wife because that's yeah. who I have sex with, and um uh you know like at night and then she'll go to bed and I'll and I'll check off the porn after she falls asleep. Like it's like. You wow! Well, what? Yeah, yeah, totally. You can still yeah. get an erection after you have. Yeah, I mean, oh, not yeah. Like instantly, but you know, within ten, twenty minutes, you know. Oh, and then you good. know, and then uh, and then uh, <laughs> and vice versa, you know, like if it's, I, it's that's a, a pretty healthy sex drive. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. You kind of train but, yourself, but one to doesn't do that. ruin the other, you know. Right? Do you think one begets the other? Like, do you yes, think yeah. for me they do. Yeah, for me, yeah. But I've heard my brother told me that recently that, you know, because he's kind of similar to me. He said, you know, there's just a lot of guys, they can't, they say, there's like a, they can't get, that's like a new phenomenon. They, there's so much porn, it's so available that all these guys are like so overloaded on it. They can't, uh, they can't, you know, get erections with real women. And that, I don't, I don't get that at all. That's you know? compartmentalizing porn way too much for those dudes. If, if that's true. So. Maybe, I mean, it could, uh, however it's, valid that is, but. We're a real you know amazing time in history for porn i think it's just the way yeah. how how available it is you know i'm like i've never i've i mean i've like 
you know, jacked off in public restrooms on my iPhone. These, I mean, you could do any. There's just any. There's no Wait, limit. Wait, you have done that? Of course, yeah. There's no limit to where. I mean, it's not like it used to be like this thing where you had to like, you know, prepare How yourself. How often do you do you? I mean, anytime public. I need to. If I'm like, if I'm how in a situation, often is that though? Like on a weekly basis? No, not on a weekly basis. But you know, I had a Jacob, did you do you used to do this? Because this is this is what I, I had a day job for a while, and I was absolutely jacking. I mean, I no way I'm going to work twelve hours and not jack off. You know, especially in a nice clean bathroom. Yeah, you know. But Jacob, <laughs> did you did you ever did you ever do this? Because um, I, I I know for a fact, vast majority of the time I did this. Whenever I had a job interview, and I get nervous. First thing I go to the office, like I go to the bathroom, jerk off. At the place you were interviewing? Yeah. No, I haven't done that, but that's yeah. gangster. Gang then like, then I feel like, you know what? You have a lot of confidence. Okay. Th- that's what I would do before exams is I would play with myself before an exam. Use my I never did that. I never that's did really that for exams. For anxiety. Because that's I, what it's like. Oh, and then I'm like, okay, I could go take this test I now. say fuck it, uh, education. And, um, but that was in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely did a lot of the, the uh, something about Mary when I know I'm going to get laid, Jack, you know, to, to last longer when you get, you know, like if oh, I yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. before you go out with a girl or something definitely pulled a lot of that but i mean it's uh it's so available now you know it's and it's and not that you not that i need porn but you know it's really it really is harder and harder for me because it's maybe if anything i guess i it's made it harder to, to jack off without porn i guess that's the one drawback of porn it hasn't mm. messed with my actual sex life but i used to do a lot more you talked about this the spank bank mm-hmm. i was called it the the imagine jack you know where you could just kind of like <laughs> you know go Oh, who's that hot girl I saw at the Starbucks today, or whoever, yeah. whatever yeah. it is? You know, the girl in your class. I, I remember in high school, I used to run through my periods: first period, second period, th- oh, third period, her. You know, like I'd kind of, and then you know, like just shut my eyes and 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 picture me fucking her or whatever. And I don't, I don't never really. That's that's let I do that. You don't so, have to. Anymore. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to. Just, but it's 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 just yeah, it's so easy. You don't have to because. Back, you know, when I was, were you going to get out? You're not always near a VCR. And if you are, you know, with the house to yourself yeah. or yeah. you're a kid. But now it's like even like teenagers now could just take the iPhone in the bathroom. Exactly. You, know? you have technology for that. I mean, yeah. It's and like when we used to re- memorize people's phone numbers when we right. didn't have cell phones. And yeah. now you don't need to. So that, no one remembers anyone's phone number. That sucks, too, because I was the guy. That was my skill. I was, was the, it? I was like, you know, there was always a guy <laughs> in the group. Like, what's what's his phone number? I, would, I like really prided myself <laughs> really? On, on being the phone number. I'm not. I don't. It's a, it's a wasted talent now. But yeah. I was that guy. I was like the guy. <laughs> Oh, we gotta bring this back. I was a phone number guy. I I also was a master of pager code. Do you <laughs> pager code one four three? Not just no no no. I can do the thing when you spell. Come on, Asians, back me up. Oh. Where, you could, where you could spell the letters right side. We're just like, no, 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 said, no 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 not that. I'm talking about like forwards where you could do the whole alphabet and just write full sentences in pagers. Oh, like like two would be yes, you know, or was it a five and s? What is that? Was that? It's a two. I guess would be an s. You know, an oh uh, an h would be like a. Seven. Oh, no, a no. one. How does it go? Like, a, I don't know. Like H is a uh, fuck. I'm fuck. I can't remember. Four. But you could look it up. But there was ways you could do it where like mm. they kind of resembled letters, and you put a dash in between uh. each one, and you could actually. It wasn't like hello, where it actually looks like hello. Yeah. There was like a, it was more like a code where you could actually. There was like a whole alphabet, and you could like send people whole sentences. You know, it was great. Do you, <laughs> l- 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 do, do you get You're um, a little genius over here? No, it's all just just. <laughs> Hacker. Old. <laughs> Are you the kind of guy, like, after a while you get tired of mastering same shit, so you almost have to watch something different? Like, when I say different, like... You when mean, the, when the, genre-wise? When, when the prolapse shit happened... That doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Prolapse, I like anal, but the prolapse thing, that's... But I can't uh, imagine Jack. But one of the that. one of the reasons, like, my former boss, John Celiano, I think he watched so much fucking porn, and, like, he watched a lot of fucking porn. But, man... Yeah, 
After that's what? A, that's, he owned Evil Angel. Did he start Evil Angel? Yeah. I'm not like a. He I'm filmed, not, he filmed, I'm not like a nerd about the industry itself. He, he, just he the jacking off part. <laughs> he filmed Fashionista in one of the most successful and critically acclaimed film. And I have to say, it's a pretty fucking incredible movie. I mean, it's a. It really is a piece of work. No, it is. Who's the guy that used to do all the arty stuff? Uh, come on, there's a guy that would do. Andrew Blake. Yes, thank you. you of course, you I know that. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. He was good too. There was some. Um, Chameleons, remember that? That was a good, that was a classic Andrew Blake. John Leslie did that one. And Andrew Blake. Wait, Andrew Blake didn't direct Chameleons? John Leslie did? I thought J- Leslie did that one. Oh, interesting. I, I, could be, I could be wrong, but for those of you, if you specifically want to watch a movie where you only see women and oh, most man. gorgeous women. By the way, Tori Wells is another one of my old classics. You weren't thinking of Chameleons. Oh, Tori Wells. Tori Wells. I, I, um, she. She did stuff with Andrew Blake, and yeah. it was considered the greatest porn. And um, it was like 1990, or 89 or 90. Yeah, that's the era. That's the era. She, she, when Michael Keaton was Batman and Tori Wells was queen of the world. Yes. <laughs> she came to Evil Angel office one time. and I, Now, recently? This is probably three years ago. How does she look? She looked great. Oh, that's great. I, 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 imagine bank, imagine bank. <laughs> well, I'm into older girls, so I also, so I, li- I like the idea that these girls held up because I just, you know, like I'll still, uh, what's the, God, what's her name? The big, the really, Nina Hartley. I'll jack off to her current stuff, man. Oh my God. And she's like in her 60s, right? She looks I, incredible. I, 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 she's, I think she's mid to late 50s, but, but she's, um, I mean, but, but so, I grabbed her ass. She, I asked yeah. like Nina, "May I grab your ass?" She said, "Sure." And um, because I don't, I'm not a grabby guy. I always ask permission. But it's like that's like you know. I wish there was that's video like getting, on this podcast just for. It's that like getting Mike Tyson to sign your glove statement or something. That you just did. Like, I've i i i done stuff like that. Like, yeah, if it's just, um, if just I mean, pe- people, the legend, right? Pe- people find it weird. Um, You'll be surprised how often I've done this in New York City too, where I've seen these Ford modeling girls like they're like. Say, can I grab your ass? No, 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 no. I I asked like. I I don't know what what was the most surprising the fact that I asked the girl and she said yes, but like, excuse me, may I, may I touch your face? That is weird. Hmm. Because her face was so perfect. It is it's so incredibly can perfect. Can I sully it with? My oily fingers. Yes, <laughs> it's so it's too perfect. Can I can I, I need to touch you? It, it was so perfect. I thought it was so unfair to the rest of the women because this is something the men do to women, which is the contrast effect. So let's say you have a girl from little small town in Iowa of ten thousand, and there's a prettiest girl from there, and she's. She's prettiest girl out of ten thousand people. She's gonna be pretty. Yeah. So she walks in this room right now. Um, it's just me and her. She's very pretty. Yeah. Let's say one of the um, Victoria's Secret model walks in. Now, clearly, she is vastly superiorly better looking than her. She didn't become uglier, you know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's she's secretly pretty like half a minute ago. Mm-hmm. But this is what we do. All of a sudden. We make a point of looking at the 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 the, the little Victoria. the little ten thousand town girl, less like ugly almost, you know. So like, where does so where does the face touching come in? Oh, <laughs> so how is that okay to touch a stranger's face? So I I asked her because I I was just amazed. She wasn't creeped out. No, because I it was like I, just in public. Uh, it was public. I I, I just kind of like 
I know I don't I uh, I I I'm just curious. Your your face is so unearthly beautiful. It's shockingly beautiful to me. Mm. Um, I'm just curious, like the shape of your face. May I? May you, do you mind if I touch it? And then um, I don't know. She she let me. And maybe she just thought you were blind because you're Asian and you can't. Well, I, I was walking. <laughs> I need to touch mm. your face. <laughs> See what you like. And it's and 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 the Greeks were right. They they talk about this thing where um, golden means like. Um, I don't know exactly the number, but every everything proportional that the, the proportion the symmetry and the proportion of your head to the rest of the body, it's always same number. And they've done studies where mm. um, compared to like people who are, are considered beautiful, and every time I know people say mm. beauty is eye of be- beholder, but there's a formula for it. There's a completely formula, and her face, everything, the clarity of her face. The proportion, the distance between her eye and nose. I mean, it, it like I, I even have how Asian am I? I even had those measuring things. Measuring tape. Yeah, Wait, did, it, was it, this just like on the subway or something? What did you? No, it's down in um, Tribeca area. If but I she remember, she was just walking around. She just... she laughed because I I I said it matter of factly like. I'm I'm very curious. Blah blah. Not blah. only can I touch your face, do you mind if I measure your features? Yeah. <laughs> do you mind and, if I measure the distance between your eyeballs? And 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 um, she really was. She, she was. She really was nature's ma- masterpiece because I I could not believe how pretty she was. And another one I saw that like like very striking was like That's a early, really weird story, man. Early nineties, <laughs> early nineties. I saw Christy Turrington in, in Tokyo, if I remember right. Man, it's it's like she was so tall, like a little gazelle in Africa, you know, just perfect movement of walking and stuff. And the reason I'm, I tell you because I I um I I like women like that, but it's completely different, isn't it? Mm. Because porno, they're all they're like five one, these, a lot of them anyway. These these fashion models are beautiful, but they're very sexy. But the porn girls are sexual. I, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm way more into that, I guess. Uh, and, and and because I, 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 you know, Lilith heard this story before. I I get hookers all the time in Europe, and um, I sp- there's times I spend quite a bit of money of not quite supermodel, but maybe a little notch below. But they're just spectacularly right, beautiful, sure. you know. I mean, I only way I would have sex with them is like either pay them or beat them over right. the head with baseball bat and mm-hmm. whatever. That's more but, expensive in the long run. <laughs> yes, Le- legal fees and. But but sex wise, it, it wasn't really fun to me. Those pretty to, girls. Oh right, no, oh, dude, tell me because about it. there's a big tell difference. Be, there's point. a there's a big difference between. When I used to go to to whorehouses, I would like I'd, when I was new at that, I would make the mistake of getting the prettiest. Who who do I think's the prettiest one in here? And that's the one I would go to, and it would never be the best sex. You know? It it, it, it wasn't it. it wasn't fun. And then you're just like, what, what am I talking about? Just go talk to the black girl. The, yeah, for one thing, they're cheaper and they have a fat lips, and, and it's I'd, a good for blowjobs. Well, really, yeah. Right. And um, um, how about, so a, how about the, on by your the way, talk? those are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Sometimes the black girl could be the prettiest one, but I mean, you know. But I mean, I just you, yeah, you get to the point where you know what you. It's like it doesn't. You're not there for, but pretty, to, uh, the to be, judge a beauty yeah, pageant. You know, but the, 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 just because you're pretty, it doesn't mean to have a sexual appetite, sexual right, energy. Right. Uh, it, uh, you can sure right, but I, I I don't know how many times I um I had a sex with a girl like average looking. And it was just like, she was amazing. But it's interesting how many times yeah, I find that mediocre girls, man. They really. 
and, and it's amazing how, and, and then I find out their mothers and, and I don't know what it is about the mediocre looking hormones maybe mediocre looking <laughs> mom Yoshi, but they have a great sexual energy have you had a girlfriend recently or have you ever had like a long term girlfriend I haven't had one for a long time yeah. um, is that something you'd be interested in or you kind of no because ever um, you would never get married marriage kids not in your future I had a vasectomy I'd never want to have kids you had a vasectomy yeah wow I knew from young age I don't want to be what age did you do that at I had a vasectomy when the time when <laughs> this is such a funny reference I had a vasectomy when the Japanese embassies were overran by Mao's uh, uh, communists in Peru mm-hmm. and Alberto Fujimori sent their troops and killed everyone I I have he vasect- was a, he was a that's Jeopardy. when you called it quits that's crazy that's like, I had a, I had a vasect- no more Japanese he was, he was a Jeopardy question tonight and I had a vasectomy on the very you same day Russia. when those Japanese national rescue. That's the day I had my vasectomy. Well, it's better than like it's a, it's a, it's a weird reference. I don't want to have vasectomy in nine eleven. I thought you were going to say something like, "Well, I think it was right after I saw a uh, break into Electric Boogaloo," or you know, like yeah. it's that. It was, it was like, actually it was like an important reference. Do you have like a certification of, uh, that says you've had a vasectomy, so when you go to whorehouses, you can like show them this piece? Well, of they don't care. Like, what can, are you gonna like? Huh. Oh, so they can let you not use a condom or something? Oh, they use a condom every time? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. That's a I, I would imagine some people pay more not to use a condom. Sure. I mean, right? what what kind of hooker would do that? I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I've had hookers <laughs> yeah. without condoms, and like I was crazy now looking back because See? early 2000, I was in Brazil. I was fucking hookers. Well, Brazil, come on. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Con- only half black. Condoms are illegal in Brazil. They're yeah, not- I mean, let's be honest. All you have to do is put a pineapple juice on your dick, and you won't get AIDS. Um, <laughs> is that a real urban need, legend? You, there? you don't yeah. need a condom for anal. Is that how it goes? I uh, yeah. And, and you know what? What's funny is I did these medical lab. I get paid for them, and like I, I had a testing. I could not believe I've never gotten anything. As many hookers I've yeah. got. And as yeah. many straight hookers with no condoms. Same here. You know why? Because straight people don't get shit. Man. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I, and I, all these fucking idiots like go to school. Because you know what herpes looks like, and you stay away from that shit. Like, there's people who have sex with people who have herpes, but yeah, visibly. Yeah. Oh, visibly. And, yeah. But wow. they just so dumb or ignorant or something. What do you mean? Just, How would a person with I herpes some- have sex without that hurting them? I know a person who had sex with a person who has herpes and ended up contracting it. And is in such ignorance about it that she still that's doesn't her, think. That's that's Lilith's way of saying it's her. Big deal. I mean, um, this you, person you that I know. Way. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's a there's people who are not very educated about wow. certain. Wow, herpes STDs. is really the worst. That's yeah. I'd rather have AIDS. I think you know, you know that that that's really scary. Yeah, um, I, I'd kill myself. That's 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 a rough one. But um, uh, uh, I, I never, I've never had anything that's amazing, you know. Really, I've been pretty good about condoms and stuff, but been, you know, before I was married, I yeah. slept with a lot of women and a lot of hookers, and I just, I, it's amazing. I never got anything. The it, only it, thing it, I got, one, I got scabies once, and it was from a cheap hotel room that I rented. Right. It wasn't from the girl, you know. But that was, it was a drag. But it was like I literally, I went to this hotel, uh, this motel in Oakland, where you literally paid by the quarter hour. Yeah. You know? I was Whoa. Like, I was like, eh, give me, give me thirty minutes. <laughs> the lady's worth it, you know. And that wasn't even a hooker. That was just somebody I didn't I was kind of embarrassed to be fucking. And and and, and, and every time I used to get tests, I'm always shocked. It's it's all negative. Yeah, I used to be scared to get a test because so I thought I'd that, you know that uh, that I would get uh, you know like you know you know about like Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cat. You ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah, like the the the, the, the principal. Wow. 
Physic, uh, physics reference. No, Go but ahead. The, the principle that the, it's the idea that you can't uh, you can't test anything without the test itself affecting the results of the test. Is right. Essentially, the idea, which is ridiculous logic, but I used to use that for like, well, how would I know the test didn't give me AIDS? You know, if I maybe I wouldn't have had it if yeah. I didn't get the test, which is so stupid. But I used that to just go so scared of it. I went through I went through whole like ten ten year stretches of my life uh, thinking I had AIDS, you know, but was too too scared to get tested. But you know what? My kids are my AIDS test. And, and, and- <laughs> And yeah. Jacob, they were born what, without AIDS, so you know that means I didn't have it. And what about these losers that just have for that sex for the first time they get AIDS? I'm like, oh, what a that tr- what oh, the what fuck is that about? What a drag! What That's a what I'm saying. What are dumb people out there? It's just, it's just like, I don't know. It's just such a strange thing. Like every time that happens. Just, I'm yeah, not sure it does. Sure, obviously, it happens. It has, of course, it has it's happened. Like, it's probably it, like it, the majority of the time. People have sex for the first time in Africa. That happens, I would think. You know? uh, uh, yeah, and like, and it's usually a girl more having AIDS. sex for the first time, and like, uh, she was with some bummer. dumb meathead with AIDS or whatever. You know, <laughs> meathead, like, like just you know, you know, the football team. Yeah, like, they always have AIDS. You know, these, these jocks with AIDS. <laughs> how, how how does your wife feel about you know you used to get hookers and stuff? Um, I was, you know, my policy with that. Well, a, she's like the coolest person in the world, but b. Uh, my, just don't give them a chance to to be upset about it. Like I told anyone I've ever been in a relationship with, I tell them everything right up front, so like they can't they can't be mad later if they decide to change their mind. You know when you're in that honeymoon phase, you really like somebody, yeah, and then they're like, oh, that's that's just that's charming, that's interesting about you. So then like you know later on they can go, wait a minute, hookers, what the fuck, you know? But it's like, hey, you know, you know what you're getting into, you know? I just don't don't yeah. I wouldn't would never hide anything like that, you know? And it's the same thing like with drugs and stuff, you know? I have like friends that like. You know, I, if I if I do drugs with them, it's kind of like we got to sneak around. I don't tell my wife. And I'm like, really, I wouldn't even do it. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna if I can't go home and be like, man, I did so much blow tonight or whatever. Like, I wouldn't even. Why would you even want to be with in a relationship like that? You know? It's almost practical to be like in the long run to be a really really disgusting person when you meet women because if you're so disgusting and obnoxious, they all your horrible stuff. You save time by not explain to them later on. Right. Or the having very, it come out. Yeah. Yeah. That very few still stick around after all the horrible things that you did and still accept yeah. you. Then I I think I mean I don't have to explain myself, you know. Right. No, I'm with you. And and you know, just because men always Plus I'm not ashamed. If you yeah. it, it's like it creates this culture of, of shame around like I'm not a I'm proud of it. Like I kinda wear that with pride. Like if I meet dudes that haven't been with a hooker, especially if they're like single, I'm like, go do that right now. Like what are you what are you fucking up like that's yeah that's like you want to die without having had that experience like as a you know that's like but i'm, I'm sure you've been i've had when you have a bad hooker experience oh, you just feel like such a piece of shit like when you have a good one what's like, a bad experience like uh well okay i'll give you some examples you thought it was a girl and it was no, no i haven't had that i was on the i was taking a bus home from work in san francisco once uh, yeah. a bus to the bart which goes uh, underground to oakland and there's this little girl this little um little short black girl with a blue wig she looks like little kim circa 2002 right <laughs> and uh i have kind of have, have like a, a a black girl fetish you know like yeah. i've always liked black girls so i see this girl on the bus and i'm kind of like just she seems like she's well, hold on hold on hold on is, is that a i've noticed like a, a, a jew thing the, with the jewish thing yeah sometimes i don't know i've heard other people say that, but the jews also have a reputation of being an asian girl so i don't know i think no 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 you guys want to marry the asian girl oh i want to fuck the black girls yeah i've had a total shiksa you guys know what that means shiksa i forget just I mean, typical, just a blonde, a white girl. Oh, that's oh. Right. Typical waspy girl. But, um, uh, you uh, mean the perfect girl? Right, exactly. <laughs> if you're Asian. <laughs> Hence the, uh, you Aryan, Aryan reference. You married up. I definitely did. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so I'm on the, I'm on the bus. I see this girl. I kind of sensing, you know, 
she's there by herself. I'm just, I, you know, I'm like, I'm getting a slutty vibe. So I, uh, I, I kind of sit next to her and I start talking to her. And, it, you know, it turns out she was like, a, by the way, I typically, when I did it, because I don't know about you, I, I, didn't, I didn't do a lot of street walkers. It was always like, in call, out call, escorts, or at a, at a, yeah. at a whorehouse or something. But um, so we, we start talking to this I've girl. done fair share of street ones. And, and once again, I can't believe I don't have anything. Yeah, right. And well, and she said, so, "So I deserve to get something." So, so we're uh, we're on the, we're on the. <laughs> I deserve. Can someone please we're, give this man an STD? Oh, well, we can. I can make some calls. I think we're um <laughs> we're uh so we're on the bus, and then yeah. she kind of says she, we start talking, and she kind of says she doesn't have, she doesn't she's out of money, and she doesn't know how she's going to get to where she needs to go when she gets off the bus. And I kind of we work it out. Long story short, we work it out that she was, she's going to fuck me for fifty bucks, right? Yeah. And I lived like right off the train station on the, right. in Oakland at that time on the other side. So we get off the. I kind of. You know, broke the cardinal rule, took her to my house, never take a hook at your, to your yeah. house, especially when you just met on the bus 10 minutes ago. So I, uh, I, we kind of, I kind of usher her into my room, like, front, which was right off the front hallway without yeah. like, really showing her where the TV was or anything. But, uh, and, and, uh, so, so, and, uh, <laughs> she steal the TV on the No, 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 she didn't. But we get, I'm just like, no, that's, so you got exactly what, like, the, the, the what he was implying, it made so, me laugh. So, I mean, 50 bucks is just ridiculous, you know, right? Yeah. For, so we, get, we, uh, she gets like naked and we're like we kind of we get whatever we start fucking around i, I put a condom on i, I, I put my uh mm-hmm. I put my dick in her and right the first thing she says is just ouch right and i'm not i'm not like i'm not john holmes you know i'm not so it's yeah. i'm like i'm like ouch what's up and she's like uh, she goes i'm sorry it's just that i've had sex with like 34 people the last two days and i was just like all right and i just like instantly just Fucking lost. You probably would have just kept pounding the ocean. But I was like, I, I, I like just like lost. Actually, that would be like a turn off. Yeah, for I me. could see that. But like in the moment, it just made me feel like, uh, because it was already so kind of, it just ruined it for me. And I just like, I was like, you win. I, I think she kind of, I think she might have been lying down as a psych out move. And then I just gave her the 50 bucks. And, anyway, and the, and the, the fact that she said, ouch, I if I could do mind. that with my mediocre dick, yeah. then that's even more reason. Right, but I knew that's then. not what she meant. So I was yeah. like, and then I started thinking, ouch, what? Like, does she have sore? Is there something that's hurting? Yeah. It's not, you know. But that was, I mean, anyway, I felt really bad about it. And then we went, and then I drove her to this extended stay America she was staying at, you know, and then she was like, you know, started being like, oh my God, that's him, you know, saw her pimp. She's like, circle around, circle around. He can't see me with you. You know, and then it's like, it's got, it started feeling really dangerous. And then I just, you know, and it would, long, you know, by the end of the, when it was over, I didn't feel, it wasn't like a positive experience, you know. Yeah. Or I've had like really good hooker experiences where you just feel like, you know, you just, like yeah i'm a grown-ass man i just went to hook her you know and like in a, but like that's not that was a bad another you know there's other times where you just you see a girl get to do the internet thing and you show up and the girl's just not at all it's, it's completely it, it, not the girl in the let picture let me tell you something it's 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 what i call the mcdonald's syndrome when you see mcdonald's in tv it looks delicious but right. when you go to the store like what the fuck is this well, shit well, what if you got to mcdonald's and they were actually selling, what is this they were shit it's Taco not Bell, me though, you know yeah, this is. It's the value menu, Yoshi. That's well, what it fucking is. Well, what if it's you get not? What you the, I'm talking about for. when it's not the person at all. Like there's yeah. tattoos that weren't in the. It's like full on, just like different human beings. Yeah, which is always sad to me because I'm like that girl's kind of in. She's acknowledging the girl in the picture is better looking than her. She's in the sex industry yeah. and trying to sell herself, trying to sell her her body for a living. But she's like, if I put my own picture, I'm not gonna get. I need to put a, a prettier picture. You know that, that that's kind of depressing. But I, ha- I had a specific one of those ones. And um, have you have you have you ever been? She was just like, oh, she just everything I did. She's like, don't touch me, no kissing, just stop, you know, don't look at me. And it was like, you know, you can't if you can't. Have you been in a situation you you go to brothel and um, there's a girl that you saw you've been seeing for a long time, but you want to try somebody else, but you don't want to hurt that girl's feeling because you don't want to fuck her anymore. So you kind of sneak in, 
and you you, you oh get my gosh. and because they, well, they think, then, then also you, you create cat fights with them. Yeah, they then, think they're stealing. Then you you kind of sneaked in like a ninja thinking she didn't see you. So you, I, I ended up fucking the girl. And as soon as I'm walking out of her room, she just have to be in the other side of the uh, room. Like, it's really awkward. Like, you know, then it hurts her feeling. Like, I, I know it's like a weasel thing to do, but I was really worried about hurting the hooker's feeling, you know, that... But no, in, um, I get it. I get it. It's you human. did. You did. Yeah. Though. But yeah. I think it's more can money. You, you, I think it's more money. Like it's you're more my money, regular. Though, to, you're my money, regular. That's yeah. what I think. Because yeah. when you mentioned that last night, but it, uh, yeah, it's probably like maybe even a hit to their ego. There, that girl is in gonna think she's maybe not. So, good for so you. unless you're just like fucking Podrick from Game of Thrones or something, you're just really laying it down. Huh? So, oh yeah, that, that's a good reference. From <laughs> la, that la, not the last one, but two episodes <laughs> back. Yes, yeah, good for you. I guess if you were though, she wouldn't have even charge you. And. So I, I feel bad. So like the last day before I left, I, I don't know how much money I give. I give her a lot, not even have sex with her because I didn't want her um, because I've seen her for a long time. But um, <laughs> it's, isn't it strange? Like, do you, you should have just doubled up. Do, do you, <laughs> All right. You too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> have you had sex with like, it's not even size of the girl, but like some girls. It's the size of the pussy. No, it's it's like. By the way, I'm way some out, of, girls, I'm out of the game a long time, but I do, but I, you know, I got my, but like, I got my feeling. I don't know why, but some girls' pussy feels better than others. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. that's some a real cocks thing. feel better than that's others. That's a real thing. No, it's 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 not it's it, it's it's not a. <laughs> it's anatomically, women are different than every it's, it's, every. It's for, for for women, obviously. They're like snowflakes. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, it looks like that after. Um, after you've come, I'll up. come inside, but, but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, for women, obviously, like, longer, girthier dick or whatever, you know. But um, I don't know what it is because there's girls, like, you know, I've seen so many pussies in my lifetime. What you did look, you do with you were an editor, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. But the hooker thing's really different, you know. Um, I, I think a lot of young guys going to like Amsterdam and stuff, it's, they get tricked a lot, you know. Right. Do you think women should hour. have similar experiences to men in this way, where no. they they go to no, no, no? Why not? Well, I mean, I think they can't. They should if they want to. I don't think. But do you think something. they you don't guys, need to because they're women and no, women no, can get cock whenever they want? What, what, no, because it's not about getting it whenever you want. What right. what women? It's a little different because you guys don't have to get hookers, but you do this one thing, mm-hmm. which is. I feel like, yeah, if you're a young girl and you're not my daughter and I don't give a shit about you, then my recommendation, like, yeah, fuck all the, like, um, Dudes. assholes, yeah, aggressive guys, like, a, you know, aggressive, they're... me, whatever, you should fuck them. But only thing I ever ask you is, fine, I'm not going to judge you, but don't marry them. Fuck around well, with them. They got to marry somebody. No, no. Help, eventually, help when you aggressive kids, well, eventually you're gonna come out of that um, phase where you fuck all the bad boys, whatever. Fine, good for you. But once you get out of that, whatever the need that you need to get out of your system, if when you decide to get married, just don't marry them. Then you'll be fine. So I, think, I think the problem is you mar- marry just like asshole alpha guys, the abusive ones. Well, Lily's not getting married. She had advice that to me already. She's not. She's not in the cross for her. Yep. No, I think Lily, you should fuck. I, I think the girls should do whatever they want and and be like, if they, I don't believe there should be such a word as slut. 
you know, I think the girls mm-hmm. should be able to. I agree. Like they, I, they should fuck you. as many people as they want, as often as they, or not. You know, but or but, you know, it should be their choice. They should be able to just yeah. act on their impulses, yeah. just like guys. But as far as like paying for it, that seems like a. Uh, that's not really that's, a woman that's thing. A, that's such a inherently male thing to do. It's it's part of you know like man culture. You know what I mean? It's right. like male. It's like but a, I think it just sounds. If it, if, it, if it interests you, then you should. Well, I but think it's not it would I would say every woman needs to experience for, that. For women uh, to be able to experience what it's like from a man's perspective, to it have, wouldn't be to the have, same though. Well, I mean, how old, women, you, women, how old are you? Twenty nine. <laughs> you like my? Wait, wait, wait. You're you're twenty nine. Mm-hmm. So this is what I recommend: when you're sixty, I'll be dead by then. When you're sixty. You know, then that's when when that's when when you should do what we did as a young man, which is when you're 60 years old, go to fucking Jamaica or whatever, find this young. Because my real estate will be up by then. I'm not going <laughs> to have many visitors coming along. I, I get it. But I think freak it's interesting. somebody out you know if you went to an cool? escort now. Because, you know, like you're young and attractive. No, but I'm, I'm, and like, I'm serious. You should, you know why? You should because, treat yourself. Because uh, I think as a woman who's had like terrible experiences dating men, who are fucking retarded, sorry, most of the time, and, and just liars and are really bad at lying. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting I'm up with that bull- bullshit, go fuck a dude, like an escort, Pam. At least you know what you're getting. He's not going to fuck with your head. And you could get some emotional intimacy out of it. Satisfy the, the, some of your needs. The fact that you even uh, said that <laughs> shows that it's not you're not looking at it the same way that a dude would. And you well, might get some emotional. And, and, well, because you know. obviously women women get attracted or stick with the assholes because there's some emotional intimacy that they're f- fulfilling with it. So that becomes alluring and, and almost addictive. I mean, depending. There's so many reasons to stick with it. But I don't know. It just might be nice to like have that service for. I think there are, but. Just more on a more universal I just, level. I wonder how many young, good-looking girls. How in many their 20s. men would be up to working at a, a whorehouse where they would be the whores for women? Or is it, that seen it, as it, it, a masculine? It, it, I'm just throwing questions out there. It, it, I don't it, believe in anything. I'm just it, saying. It, 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 be, these aren't beliefs. It'd be, a lot, I, I, it'd be a lot less of you and a lot more, you know, fat, really oh, women that had trouble getting laid. I think. Well, that's not always the case that, with guys. That's so what happened in Gigolos. That, that show Gigolos, as you yeah, see that. I haven't seen the show, but oh. apparently it's all fake, right? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't there's think, a lot of unattractive women. I, I don't think brothel thing. When a male prostitute working brothel, I don't think it work unless it's it's a gay customer. For for women, I don't think it works. For you guys, and this is traditionally what women, middle-aged women do, they go to third world countries like Puerto Rico or mm-hmm. uh, Jamaica or whatever, and they they take care of these boys. I mean, I, maybe it's not blatant like, hey, yeah, you well, fuck me, I'll give you money, but they will take care of them for that week that girls are here in Jamaica or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't judge them like... Look, you worked hard. You're 60 years yeah, old. No, no, no. You're you're divorced. It's just a different experience than a man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eugene uh, Lalit's a bouncy Asian fan wants to say something. <laughs> Hello, man who answers my cell phone and scares Jacob Cyril. Yes. You didn't scare me. You just gave me horrible parking advice. <laughs> I should just park on the street. Yeah, park on the street. <laughs> park on the street. You should just try to find street parking no, as no opposed parking to the valet. So I shouldn't use the valet then. And you know. Oh, and then he and then he goes. And then on the other side of the street, there's no parking. Oh, that's why there's no cars parked there on the giant signs that say no parking. Okay, thanks, Eugene. Well, I just Got didn't it. want you to make a, a ticket. Right. So thanks, I was looking out for you. Thanks, but anyways, sir. yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying because. As a guy, you can go into a bar and have low confidence and and have low confidence and not get laid, right? But a woman can go in a, in a bar with low confidence 
and still get laid. Well, you're, you're they right. especially so, get laid because then exactly. They're, yeah. So that's that's the attack. why. That's the reason that was why, my specialty. Why brothels and all these things work for men for guys that don't have true, game true. can go in and it's like but oh. that that's but I will say that's one element because I, I I'm I'm somebody that I like I think I had a lot of game I got plenty of but there's like you know I thought there's a great, you're an attractive guy Jacob the, the, thank you uh, there's a there's a uh, but it's also just I never had problems getting laid but sometimes you just want it sounds like you just really fucking love sex yeah true but also it's fun to get it's kind of like well I don't want to it's like. I, I like I enjoyed it. There's a, the naughtiness of it, the kind of you know the the, the, the if you go you go in the you go in the uh, to a bar yeah. and you meet that girl, then maybe you're expected to talk to her afterwards, or you're gonna go in that bar and see her again yeah. and have to avoid her, or who knows whether you hurt her feelings, or she you end up really liking yeah. her and she doesn't like you back. There's just so much that could happen when when you there's just like you're paying. Um, I, I don't know if he really said it, but apparently Charlie Sheen. Apparently, I was always told yeah. Charlie you Sheen, pay no, them so they will leave. Yeah, you don't pay them to come over. You pay them to leave. You know, yeah. and that's uh, I mean that's like that's like the kind of harsh macho way to say it. But I think that it's just so devoid of of, a, of attachment, mo- emotional, social. That you know, I think that's that's um, mm-hmm. that's part of the appeal, not mm-hmm. just the. I, it's my way to get put. But you're right. There's that definitely that element where if you're just looking for sex. Uh, but you know, if, if well, a, that's what I'm saying. Because when women, women wants, have, when women try to have sex that way, and they'll still get judged for it, because then you're like your number goes up, and then if you, the guys find out other guys you've you slept just, with that they know, then it's like, oh, this girl's a whore. She slept with that guy and that guy. Just drive. And, and just drive to a couple so towns the, over. So there's even so. This is a right. small world, and there's an internet, and people have mutual friends, and you see that shit. So, right. but I'm just saying, like, to avoid that kind of nonsense, oh, it might be. No, that'd be great. You know, if, for for women, just to be like just. For the same exact reason, just I pay think him that if, if you if there was like, if there was like if gigolos was real and they were like really yeah. this kind of good looking or I know that's subjective and guys girls aren't so much into the physical yeah. typical not you know like you can pretty much exactly, bang yeah. you show guys a, a group of porn stars they might say oh this one's but but you know most guys are gonna go oh okay I'll fuck all, all of those but mm-hmm. women it's not you know like. I know girls will be like, oh, he's gross, even though he looks like to me some studly guy or something. You know, yeah. women are so specific in what they like. But uh, if you, uh, if you, if you could find that, and you get, you know, there's just some 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 ideal guy that you would be, that would be the equivalent to you, of, and then you find him, he's gonna be so fucking stoked when you walk in because it's just gonna be all these older. And I've had that, not like I'm fucking Brad Pitt, but I've. Uh, I've, I I've, bet I've, you're like the relief, like uh, yeah. all I want. Oh, you're not, yeah. you're not a fat, seven, you know, sixty-year-old married guy. Yeah. You know, like I used to, and then I'd even get like they'd offer me deals and stuff. Like, oh, you want, you want to go, you know, you can go twice and stuff like that, or, or oh, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you, nice. I'll do it for you for cheaper and stuff. You know, like I, um, you know, I, I would get like because I think it was just because they were so relieved that you weren't some fucking, you know, some some Japanese businessman on vacation who just wanted, you know, like couldn't look him in the eye or whatever that you know whatever they're used to i don't know yeah you know the german that wants to shit on him or something <laughs> so like oh this is just like a young dude in his 20s who's not disgusting he just you know like i don't so I, you know uh, did you, you ever have that experience you, what well yeah obviously you had like girls that were where you know because you're being just young but, and not but, but jake kind of like i i um i um i've never done that sh- stuff that you were talking about like those um escort uncle inco whatever no I've only got one hooker in the states. It's always been Mexico or overseas. Wow. I, I have this really weird thing where I, I should be illegal aliens. I'm always paranoid about breaking laws in the states. Not because I'm a moral person by any means. I'm just paranoid by getting kicked out. Even though I'm a U.S. citizen now, I still have a paranoia yeah, about like, that oof. because I, I I was paranoid for 
first 10 years living in the States, getting kicked mm -hmm. out. And my relatives are always telling me, because I'm such a horrible person, if I get kicked out of the country, they're going to send me to North Korea. That was the thing that came. <laughs> oh, you can't even. Wow. Can you? They don't want you. If you send them, can you even do that? Is that a real thing you can do? Well, back then, I was the citizen of South Korea, even though I was born in Japan. So going back to Japan was an option. But can you get? Can you send somebody to North Korea and they'll just take? Oh, okay, we'll take them. <laughs> like as a punishment. If they're a North Korean citizen, then sure. But you're not. But you're not. Yeah. No, I'm but not. You can't just send a South Korean. But I was a kid. I didn't know right, those right, things. Yeah. You know. So yeah. that's the boogeyman story. So. Um, so okay, so we talk a lot about porn, which I wasn't ex um, expecting to. That's what I that's what I came. That's what I boned up on. No, I mean uh, this is the same reason you're reminding me how I was surprised how knowledgeable you were about porn. But Jacob, what little remaining time I have, I am curious about your knowledge about boxing. What would you like? What would you like to know? Do you ever box during sex? No, I, I don't. Do you slap your wife I, during sex? No, um, no, not so much. Not so much slapping. Not so much slapping. No, we have we have but we have a really good. I, will, I mean, we I have a very good sex life. With, you know, it's for ten years, and you know, I think we do we do pretty well. You know, are you are you happy with the state of uh, heavyweight championship? Fighting? No, absolutely not, absolutely not. <laughs> but I don't hate the Klitschko's like a lot of people. I think uh, the, it's not their fault. There's nobody. We really fight. haven't had exciting fights since Tyson, have we? Uh, well, Lennox Lewis, and uh, and Holyfield. You know. Yeah, but and, and it, 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 uh, uh, here's the thing that uh, to Lilith it might make sense to you, but Vernon Forrest, a great fighter, right. uh, I'm blanking. He beat the shit out of the famous fighter twice. Um, Mosley. Mosley, and some people believe that Mosley was never same after the beatings that he got from. Right, but he didn't get knocked out. Yeah, which is worse sometimes, obviously. But uh, but Mosley still, you know, he was just kind of. I don't think he was. And, and here's the thing, and this is where I could explain to women that this part they understand boxing. Vernon could have made more money boxing. Vernon could have been bigger and famous, but you have to create drama, right? right. Like when you do face to face and uh, right. wait, you know, yeah. So the theater is a big part of boxing. The personality, you know, Mike Tyson's personality was just. Yeah. Incredible, you know, right. and um, and plus he delivered, you know. Yeah, so but look at a guy like Floyd, who you know, not a big knockout guy. He's not like a big scary guy. He's a, he's more of a technical wizard and a, a guy that the casual fan probably would find boring if he didn't if he had a personality. If, yeah, if he you know of like a Vernon Forrest or just like a nice guy. And I think Floyd probably is a nice guy in real life, but he know, he no. treats it like WWE <laughs> and he sells the shit out of himself. You know? Thank you. I believe that because I'd heard a couple of people. I really believe Floyd's a really really nice yeah. guy, I, but he sure play. Is. You know, it's like Oakland Raiders from eighties. They had this such a image in the 80s right. oh, like yeah, sure. they will go to town to intimidate the fuck out of everyone right and i think floyd's just playing this he also knows that the, 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 as many people that buy his pay-per-views to watch mm -hmm. him win there's a there's probably an equal amount of people that that buy hoping to see him take his first loss and he doesn't care you know a buy is a buy yeah and so he's whatever it's you know it's kind of there's no there's no bad you know he doesn't care you know he, he do you know anything about what opinion. what's the deal with him and 50 cent not being associated with each other yeah, that, anymore there's rumors that that's that, that stage but i feel like they kind of probably they probably i feel like they probably really fell out you know mm -hmm. because 50 cents now promoting on his own and he's not doing very well well he's promoting uh pacquiao before. no no 50 cents not promoting Pacquiao. no 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 
Well, he was in his camp, like being friends. He, well, he was saying that, he, yeah, he was, and he was saying that, that people were kind of getting hopeful that he might be the, the guy to facilitate the fight. Mm-hmm. That fight will never happen. It has nothing to do with it's. It's nothing to do with anybody being scared of anybody. Yeah. Now, now it doesn't matter after Pacquiao got knocked out by Marquez. Right. It's, it's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant now because I mean, if they fight and 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 Floyd beats him, which he would have anyway, I think, then so what? You know, it's all. It'll never. There'll always be that question mark. You know, and, they, and, and I, I'm sorry. But it's business. That was a business thing. I, I, I'm sorry. I, some of them, my Asian friends, and especially Filipinos, didn't like hearing it. But I thought even before Pacquiao didn't get beat up, I, I still thought Floyd would have beat him. Oh, and yeah. I, I, agree. I, 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 I wouldn't. Yeah, probably would have been a boring fight. It would have been you know a typical twelve round Floyd. And the, the, the reason the reason is, um, just like that. You'll get this reference, Robert. The, the 95, 96 Chicago Bulls, their defense was incredible. Floyd's defense was just, he, you just couldn't hit the guy. He's just, I mean, he's also just, uh, he's, yeah, you're right. He's, he's, he's a bigger guy. You know? Bigger guy. You couldn't hit the guy. He's, and people don't give him enough credit. He's a very smart boxer. No, he's, he's the, he's, I think yeah, he's, the, he's definitely the best boxer alive. And probably Mike Tyson, another smart boxer. They, he doesn't get credit for being a smart True, guy. True, but as soon as, uh, as soon as people stop being scared of him, he stopped winning. You know? Yeah. He had a big intimidation factor that was part of his, that was part of his, uh, his, his success. But, but Mike Tyson had that personality, and, 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 and no disrespect to Holyfield and Lennox Lewis because they're great fighters, but Tyson always good at the drama, man. Yeah. I, um, but there's great, you know, people, it's funny that people, I meet people, they're like, really, Box, boxing is dead. It's like, there's great fights all the time, and then other, and they're like, and they're, and they're, they're making way better, more money than the UFC guys, you know, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the, the events do better, and they sell, you know, if you saw the Canelo Alvarez fought Austin yeah. Trout in the, at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio two weekends ago, 35,000 people sold out to watch this guy fight, you know, yeah. and, uh, it, you know, I think it was, you know, some over, I think something like two million people watched on Showtime, but uh, people don't, it's, it's not, it doesn't have that kind of like mainstream Hype. young, yeah, and that young kind of bro thing. But you know, UFC has never done a million pay per view fights. You know, Floyd and Manny get a million every time they fight. You know? And and um, I asked Lennox Lewis one time when I, his friend of Russell Peters, yeah. and they're both Canadians. So I went to his house, and boy, he made me feel like I was a girl because I shook his hands. I like I could not believe the size of his fist. Mm. I mean, and, and, I mean, I shook hands with Brett Favre. His hands are massive, and like, like, Lewis is a big dude. You know, I thought Lennox was a real boring champion when he was around. I couldn't, but now that the, the way things are now, I, mm-hmm. I really, real, I realize I really took him for granted. You know, like he, I wish, I wish we had a Lennox Lewis around now. You know? He he really didn't do like talk a lot of shit, whatever. He just knocked the fuckers out, yeah, you did. know. Yeah, he did. And, and he was uh, kind of like slow, and you know, he could be like plotting at times, but mm-hmm. he was yeah, but he was. Uh, yeah, he really he, he had some great knockouts, and he was defended his defended his shit, avenged his losses, and yeah. everything you want out of a, out of a great champion. But boy, it's it just the drum. And, and I think one year I went to see fight. You know, for those of you who know comedian named Earl Skako, good friend of mine. Yeah, I love Earl. Earl, he's, that's my hockey buddy. Actually. Yeah, he, he's he's <laughs> great. He used to get access to free tickets, and I remember he took me a fight with uh, Tarver. I don't remember who he fought. But I kid you not, when you when you have a very good seat, yeah, boxing's great sport. Life. When you hear a guy make a contact, hit the guy, fucker in the head, the sound that makes, mm. you could you could well, turn jerk off. off to that later. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. 
you could feel the energy like it's unbelievable i watch baseball basketball hockey and all kinds of different sports I like physical contact. but man uh <laughs> the closest that i ever, ever felt was um when i went to see san diego chargers down in san diego when they were playing miami dolphins and chad pennington the quarterback i don't know what happened either i think he broke his leg or arm or something my seats were close enough i heard you the snapping oh yeah. my god it's that's that's yeah, something changes in you after when you hear a bone crack. That's gross. Break. Yeah, you, I've seen. I haven't. I've seen that on television when they keep replaying the sound of it or something. But not. I've never been live and heard a bone crack. Man. But, uh, but about boxing, I've, 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 I've with Chris Strait and stuff. Sometimes he'll get press passes. Or yeah. I've just had you know different people that I've been lucky enough to get comp tickets to some fights over the years. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's just. That when you, what I mean when I'm close. When, if I'm paying, I'm not that close. But it, it, it's just, it's a, it's a really you don't when you watch it on TV, you really kind of it's easy to forget you're watching two guys punch each other. It just looks like a sport, you know. Yeah. And they kind of but when, you, when you're sitting there looking at it, like wow, these guys are punching each other. Boxing, <laughs> I think boxing is one of the few sports you really need to watch it live because I hate to say it, uh, Mr. Uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell, football is so much better when you watch it on TV. I agree. Football is definitely that's the case. It's so much better because when you watch it live, like wait, I don't. I, what happened? Like you know. Yeah. But when you when they play replay and uh, when they you show, can hear the announcer. Yeah. Also, if you don't know if like if you didn't play football, like there's someone all the X's and O's. Like it's a football's weird that it's it's such a popular sport and so much of the population understands so little, little about it. it. Yeah. Like when you watch football with a guy that played in high school or played in college and he really understands that you know the the. The, the formations and yeah. what, what they're looking at, you realize we're just we're just like run, pass, throw, score. Touchdown. Yeah, like and I've I've been watching football my whole life and I'm a football fan, but it's not my favorite sport, but I certainly yeah. enjoy it. And I realize, man, I don't know any like when I watch baseball, there's never I'm never thinking I'm a big baseball fan. I'm never thinking, oh, what's he doing over there? What's why is he running that way? Yeah, now? like I know what what's happening at all times. There's never a rule that comes up that I don't know how to interpret. Yeah, you know? football is like a complicated sport, you know, but but it's weird how many people are so into it. Not really I, understanding it's, what's it's, happening. It's, you know? it's my favorite sport to watch. What's your, who's your team? Seahawks. Did you grow up out there? That's where you came first? Yeah. Did you get, oh. Well, and, they're um, actually decent these days. So you can be. Yeah, they're, I don't like when they're projecting to be number one team. I don't like that because I'm kind of superstitious when it comes to stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but I mean, you, there's like a there's a real, there's a field. You got a good quarterback now. You got a, I guess. For sure. This is the a most. head coach. It's kind of people are divided on, but he certainly knows, he certainly has a, a, win, a history of winning. So, I mean. This is the most optimistic I've ever been with right. this team. And uh, I think one of the biggest things, you know, we have listeners overseas that they probably don't know NFL football. But uh, in the last 15 years, you have a guy like Bill Belichick for New England Patriots have uh, a great success. Five Super Bowls, winning three. But you know, interesting, Jacob, Pete Carroll, who used to coach New England, he's doing extremely well, and things have changed so much. The days of uh, Bill Belichick is over because here's the thing. If you're a young guy just played in college football, when you get out of the uh, college football play NFL, you want to play a coach who is fun and was a college football coach. So I think that's why Jim Harbaugh down in San Francisco and uh, Seattle area, um, they're like they're fun. Yeah. They could communicate with the younger players better than Bill Belichick. And, he, and Bill Belichick is like early 60s to mid-60s, you know. So I think, yeah, it's anything else in life. Young people are attracted to fun, enthusiastic, right. somebody who could relate to them, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, there's always the, the two the two models, the you know the the taskmaster who who gets it done, and then like the guy that you know you want to you want to play for, you want to play for, right? And you know they both both have have a uh, history of success. I know, yeah, for me, I don't respond. Yeah. I don't respond well to tough love. You know, like I have friends that try to like you know motivate me that way. If I'm like if we're working on a writing project and I'm not moving fast enough, yeah, like, they kind of like start like telling me how much I suck. I'm like, this is not gonna make me. I'm not gonna work harder. <laughs> this just makes me want to screen your calls, you know. So like I would, you know, to me it's like tell me how awesome I am, and I'm gonna want that I'm gonna want to live up to it, you know. So I, you know, maybe that's more the Harbaugh method, like how, you know, he's the whole who's got it better than us, right? Like we're we're awesome, you know, yeah. as opposed to like what that what the fuck was that out there kind of stuff that uh, that I, it doesn't work for me. Hey, Lily, I'm sorry. I, I know we bored you. Then uh, we should. Oh, I, I I like hearing or learning. You, you know, it, it, uh, I'm not like a boxing I fan. I feel like yeah, I didn't rep my ball. We just talked. A, you know, we could, I, I could really it. talk. I could talk Do about. You like a, the NBA? Nah, no, no. I like it. Okay, I'm not. I don't. I don't. Do you have I, a team? I'm, the thing is, I'm a ho- I'm Warriors who are doing well, but I'm a hockey fan oh, these days. Well. So, so it's a uh, it's a. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it negates take, NBA. It takes place at the same time. Yeah. The playoffs are going on at the same time. There's, there's only so many hours in the day. You yeah. know? Maybe this might be of interest to you, and especially people who don't know anything about NFL football. But I, I would never thought I would think this, but I really changed last year, year and a half, with uh, the suicide junior Seau, who used to be playing defensive player for oh, San Diego yeah, Charter, yeah. killing himself. And we, it's not a conclusive, but um, you know, when you, when you say like dumb jocks mm-hmm. in college, they're literally making these kids dumb because more you have hit trauma yeah. at the end of the season, I think it does affect your brain. Oh, definitely does. Not only that, there's like, yeah, not only the... Uh, depression. Depression, but now Anger. ALS. Yeah. You know? I'm going to wrap it up. Um, but, By the way, but, but, I, I want to say I know way more about boxing than we, we just scratched. Like, I didn't represent myself well for someone that was like, I was, I was all trumped up as this boxing expert. Like, I, if some, next time, if I ever come back, we can just, t- like, let's talk 108 pound yeah. Mexicans. I can, I don't know. It's Ooh, not, the lightweights or the flight. Those are, those are, uh, but I hate ju- junior flyweights. But, but Jacob, let's be honest. We have people overseas, and when, when we talk about sex, that, makes more sense to people and yeah. people think sex more than sports universal yeah but be- before we finish I-, I do want to tell you that because you're a big N- nba fan and i never thought i would say this because of all this hit trauma and i'm very conflicted because i do like football and violence <laughs> we are fucking these players up for uh, long term yeah. so college more yeah, yeah. because they do all the, they, they do full contact practices but have, have you said this all week I never oh. thought I, I never I thought that. I would say this, but I I got the feeling that maybe sometime I would like to live for a long time. If I did, if I live for like another forty years, uh-huh. but I got the feeling that there's probably a good chance that NBA might become the number one sports in America because Let's I think hope so. Because <laughs> I, I I think the head trauma and things like that it it does make me twice. I think they'll just change football. I think it's too much money in it. To be, you know, I think, and there's, the, you know, they've been saying that about boxing too, forever the head trauma and the, yeah. you know, the, the danger and the concussions, but they'll just clean it up and try to, and, or make. It I, look I hope like you're that. right. Because yeah, because just, the culture is so involved so, with football. Yeah, I mean, it is, and it's, it's holidays just such a, that are. Right. Yeah, it's just too. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. I think yeah. the same, and it's and just the nature of the once a week thing. They'll find other people who want to bang their. <laughs> right, head. there's always be someone, and then yeah. you know, and they recruit most in like all pro sport, most yeah. pro sports every. Most of the kids are recruited from really poor areas, and you know the, what, what's the alternative? I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope you, I hope you guys are right, but I, I think sometime within my lifetime, and I would like to live a long time, but I, I think in my lifetime, I think, I think somebody will get killed playing football live. 
That's that one person that just fucks it up for everyone. Oh, wow. <laughs> By dying. By dying. Jeez. <laughs> Who's the bitch tonight? Um, uh, but but suicide Jacob. Suicide stories are always good stories. That was interesting. But Jacob, th- thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah, and uh, It was really fun. And <laughs> it, it was good because you did talk about a lot of sex stuff. And it was really funny. And mm-hmm. that's something that everyone understands overseas. So, Ernie, um, did you edit this then? No. You're the editor? Who's the editor? Ernie. What do you mean no? There's, it's, we usually just, don't add it much. You, you just throw it on straight up? Yeah. Put the bumpers on. Really? Let yeah. it ride in the wind, baby. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's so so This week's episode is three and a half hours <laughs> of, just, of just hookers and, 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 and boxing. And then, and then next week. And Jews. Right, yeah. and Jews. And then. So can you, can you people, your website, Twitter account address? Twitter, just yeah, Jacob Siroff. is J-A-C-O-B-S-I-R-O-F, one F. What what does your last name mean? Anything? Um, not, it means he not, who talked too much. Yeah, not enough Twitter followers. I think it's um, <laughs> it's not some. That's I don't know true. What it it's, uh, you yeah. should have more followers. Thanks, Lily. I think so. And too. I also think you should promote yourself more because I've discussed I this with you before. I don't know and how. And you I, don't promote yourself, and I'm embarrassed too. And your people are embarrassed of you. Let me just speak yeah. on behalf of them. The Jews. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I never. I don't ever. I always feel weird about like even like saying where you're performing. I just feel like it always comes up when other comics do it. I feel like that's just more bragging. Yeah. Than actually like. Who's like people are really looking on Twitter, going, "Oh, I'll go to that." Oh, he's in Seattle today. I'll I'll check that out. Like I don't. I think they're really. It's more just like, "Hey, other comedians, I'm, I just want you to know I'm working." You know, that's yeah. all. And if it's not that way, I perceive it that way, and I I'm afraid I'll come off that way. Yeah. So no, just, you could tell the comedians who do it who want to look busy, and then there's the comedians who are like, "Yeah, I'm having a show," and right. their fans are like, "Thank you for letting me yeah, know, so I can yeah, buy I tickets." So. Well, I'm not that person. So. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm into it. I need, I need, I need somebody. But uh, <laughs> all right, well, Jacob, th- thanks for doing it. And, uh, Do you I, have uh, a website? No, just don't. No, just a Twitter just would be great. Twitter? Jacob, yeah, Twitter slash dot com slash Jacob. Say Zero. say hi to your wife for me. And next time, I hope uh, you both of you do the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. She is lovely. She's lovely. She's you just met her. Yeah, for the night. first time. That's so. Great. Well, uh, Lily, thank you, and uh, Eugene and Jacob, thank you very much for doing Thanks it. For and, uh, cut man, as much uh, of the rape as you can. I hope. I hope. I hope we take less rape, more about boxing next time. But rape is wrong. Rape bad. But well, I'm good. glad you took a, such a uh, tough stance yeah. on. Um, <laughs> but Mike but, and Mike Tyson didn't do that shit. Yeah, right. I love Mike. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, talk to you guys soon. Good night. <laughs>